0: AEW this week, seeing Jurassic Express come out to this song, I I kind of marked out because I'm old. And we know. I, and I we know that. And uh, I'm an 80s baby, and this this song is just, I don't know, brought me back. I just found it funny that they, <laughs> I think they should have used this song from the get-go. I don't know why it took so long.
1: Uh, I think uh, Tony Khan needed to realize what he had in his investment and be like, oh, I can start sinking money into these guys.
0: It took a like, 2 years right.
1: so he uh he has bought the rights to what is it Tarzan Jungle Boy Tarzan Boy Tarzan yeah there Boy we go I was like Jungle Boy no that's too, Baltimore that's too spot on it's not that
0: Tarzan Boy by Baltimora
1: yeah and he also bought the uh he bought the 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 song that's in the the Brody Lee tribute from the show right after he died okay. the Brody Lee tribute show like that song that they play at the the tribute they show at the end on AEW, yeah. Whatever song that was, I believe it might have been a Tom Waits song. Hmm. And uh, he bought that. Uh, fun fact: Tom Waits, the inspiration for the Joker. Joker. Fun fact. No, I knew that ridiculous fun fact. Um,
0: yeah, yeah just, he listen, had look- bought
1: those two, and then and then I guess he was like, "All right, let's start fucking sinking money into this, <laughs> some of these songs. Make them." Make them not jobber songs when they walk out. So
0: first off, listen Yeah, listen to Tom Waite in an interview and you'll clearly hear it. Um, oh, yeah. As, as a Joker inspiration. Second off. Um,
1: Heath Ledger's Joker. I think we should be. Yes. Heath, L- yes. <laughs> Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah,
0: definitely not C- <laughs> Cesar Romero's from Batman 69. There. Um, man, it's good to see you, buddy. Welcome. Sons of Slam. First show of 2021. We are in the new year. Out of 2020, and I think we're in like December 42nd right now because it still seems like 2020.
1: Yeah, I love how people were just like, "2021 is going to be so good. We're going to get out of this shithole of 20." Listen. And it just went from 11:59 to midnight, and then it was just like <laughs> nothing.
0: We <laughs> nothing, nothing changed. Uh, and for a split second, I will be honest. For a split second, I said Happy New Year to my fiance. I kissed her.
1: and I was like, oh, yeah, Thank God, we're we're here. And you then, kind of close your eyes open back up like,
0: you're like Fuck! we're still here <laughs> we're still in 2020 the residuals are just like <laughs> dripping off into 2021 back off asshole freaking year all right so we have a, a shit ton to discuss um and we were supposed to be back last week and i am just a klutz so let me put that out there first and foremost So i apologize to everybody for falling on my ass and uh busting my thumb up i uh just walking down my stairs to my house like I normally do every single day and uh, tripped on the top step and went to catch myself on the, the, the pavement. And when I got up, my hand, my, my thumb, showing my Zoom window here, my thumb, my middle knuckle was like back here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looked like a Z. I know I told you this before, but it looked like a Z. And I never saw anything, on at least on myself, that looked so gruesome. So I basically just popped it back in like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. And, uh... Took myself immediately to the hospital, um, where uh, the X-rays showed it was not broken, but I just basically dislocated my thumb. And it was it was fun. So uh,
1: I'm double jointed on my thumb, so every time I bend it, it looks like it's about to dislocate. Now, is that was is that because you broke it or no? Just, I was born that way. You're just born like though. my my mom's got it too. So if you look at my thumb like that, mm-hmm. and if I bend it like this, oh Jesus, yeah, it's pops right. Just like, that doesn't hurt. No. Good God. Do both both huh. of them. Look. Whoa! <laughs> that's,
0: that's exactly how it looked except my my If you up...
1: if you put your finger over there and yeah. it like I could legit pop it back that's in and insane. out. That's insane. That's pretty fun to play I'm with. Getting, I'm getting flashbacks. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's, it's fun for the whole
1: family. I'm this getting... is what I used to do on the toilet before phones were invented.
0: <laughs> Cuz we were just bored
1: then. I used to once I ran out of shampoo bottles to read, I was just like, "Oh, I got these thumbs I can do. I can I can just play with these. I send Morse code to myself. I was like SOS, help." <laughs> Reading <laughs> when we get into reading uh shampoo bottles we have a tr- we have an issue so uh
0: we have a ton to talk about here so let's let's get into some stuff here uh so outside the ring stuff i have uh not so much at the beginning of the year had so much to going on but uh in the last week or so uh we've learned that uh in one fell swoop WWE has announced their next three locations they've never done that before
1: so in an incredible presser of a release yeah absolutely amazing video (laughs) they had uh reporters henry e pankey great 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 name Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh i forgot what the other one was i just just remembered hanky panky it was hilarious (laughs)
0: um entertaining to say the least but it was uh yeah the announcement for 37, 38, and 39. So 37 was supposed to be over in California. AA, that, uh, so basically everything got pushed up. So what it was supposed to be, you know, Tampa was supposed to be last year. Obviously that got screwed over. So you got to do over for the first time ever.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I can, what, the one thing that this spoke to me was that they don't think they're going to have full capacity for another two years. Which is why they're keeping it in florida which is why they're keeping it florida florida this year they're mm-hmm. going to raymond james stadium in in, in tampa no when april march i forgot what oh when uh, is this year? april yes april okay so they're doing that this april yes next year they're going to at&t stadium in uh dallas which has the record for the most or the record for attendance um at 117 million uh, sorry what that was some that was right give or take some thousand because you know wwe but yeah and then they're doing hollywood in 39 uh 2023 yeah. la at sofi stadium yep 2021 so we have oh my
0: god we have let's see april uh nice if i had this here i thought i had it so the first sunday in april uh, will be for Tampa, and then the and the thirty eight is April third, twenty twenty two, and thirty nine will be in LA on Excuse April me. April second. So it's it's kind of around the same time. Um, also, reports of uh, that they were looking into having Vegas as one of the places now, since the the yes. Vegas Raiders are there, um, and getting into that awesome new stadium, uh, and it's going to be two weeks. I forgot. I mean, not two weeks, two, two days. days. Yes So so this year Will once again be two nights um, uh, Thoughts of Las Vegas For Wrestlemania 40 That'd be huge If you get uh Get the, the 40 in, in a new spot Because they seem to be Just recycling new, The same locations
1: um, Well I mean li- Listen Now you have to Before it was like These are the best Wrestling locations And they also got Huge stadiums Right Like well, wrestling uh, Towns Stuff like that Yeah I get now it's just like Florida's open, we're gonna go there and I, we can't go to Jacksonville.
0: You're right. <laughs> that's already taken. Um just like when WWE had events they couldn't go to Atlanta
1: uh back in the day. Exactly.
0: Um so you know I, that
1: there's no state in between South Carolina and Florida. Right. <laughs> just went completely around, around it. Around it. Just
0: fuck that place. Circumnavigate. So <laughs> I understand that they right. So now obviously you have to either use Florida or or Texas. And so that's gonna be the, the case for the next two years. California though um, is not as uh, open as as those other two states, but you know who knows in the next you know two years wh- wh- what can happen. Hopefully things get better. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what we're looking at with uh, the next three WrestleManias. Uh, as far as this year's WrestleMania, uh, they want to make that as far as the first. I was hoping it would be Rumble, but it's not realistic. But as far as having fans back uh for events for the first time and I'm not talking about like NXT events or you know uh, call uh trainees being around the the ring actual fans in in the stadium so they're they're shooting for WrestleMania 37 and since the buccaneers are able to get it's about 67,000 in the stadium but they're able to get 14,000 mm-hmm. in Raymond James so listen you get 14,000 I wouldn't have them close up the upper deck and have like the you know, just like the the bottom area full, um, full as full as it, as it can be. Have at it, you know. Absolutely, people people are willing to to do it and take the trip just and get the get tickets.
1: Some actual fans in attendance, in attendance, and
0: not have piped in sound effects for boos and cheers, and
1: also they are the in. The they're currently in Tropicana right they're 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 at Tropicana Field right but it's still I was listening to Peter Rosenberg recently Mm -hmm. and he was talking about his experience walking into the Thunderdome and he goes you go into this huge stadium right and you just see all the seats and everything and then when you walk out onto the field there's a tent like there's not a tent but like there's just a curtain Mm -hmm. you walk through that curtain and they've just brought the Amway Center into right Tropicana, Tropicana field. Right. Why would you even need that? You're in Florida. You're telling me that at 67,000 for Tampa Bay, for the, for the Buccaneers, Mm. they can get 60, they can get 14,000 out of that 67. You're telling me you can't get 5,000 fans in Tropicana field. I don't even know what the attendance is. Uh. You can't get 10,000. I know
0: it's a tricky situation, but like, yeah, I mean, Tropicana doesn't hold as nearly as many as as Raymond James, but
1: that's uh, what I'm saying. Five between, uh, I would I would assume somewhere between five and ten thousand would be the 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 mark right. where they would go to. Yeah, you know, what? so many more people than they have now, and now it's just they're still going to pipe in noise. We know that, but at least there'll be <laughs> a fan reaction, right? That's yeah, that's what
0: I was gonna say. Like as far as the the sound goes, though, it's it's like putting. You know, like your your closest friends in a uh, in, in an arena that's gonna have a wrestling match and nobody else is allowed, and it doesn't have the same kind of feel.
1: Yeah, as far as far as sound There's, goes. Yeah.
0: So yeah, exactly what you just said. You can have have the fans to to just have it look like it's something, but yeah, you can still pipe in the, the sound. You did it when you did it during WrestleMania when when it was packed in uh, MetLife. I'll never forget that. Um, but uh, you know, so if you could do it, then you could you know do it with a couple hundred fans there and. Still do it like you're doing now, you know. Uh, I, I, I think they're they're highly invested in the Thunderdome concept as far as this the screens and all that stuff. And since they won this prestigious award that they keep going on and on about, <laughs> that uh, they're gonna run, run run with this as long as they can. Um, especially since they're they're with uh, Tropicana, you know, it's gonna go till February. They, they need that that field <laughs> until, <laughs> until spring training starts. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Speaking of uh, WrestleMedia. Uh, they have current, uh, right now the current plan for the Hall of Fame ceremony, uh, tying tying in with WrestleMania. So last year, they were supposed to have a, a ceremony, obviously that, that didn't happen, but uh, they're going to incorporate them into this year's inductees and they're looking to do it virtually. So basically whoever's, whoever's uh, uh, coming, coming into the Hall of Fame, basically just do it from home. <laughs> So no no pop in circumstance like you know they usually put them out on the stage there with everybody you know kind of waving like in the middle of WrestleMania to kind of have a you know your, your pee break that is just gonna happen the ceremony itself will be at home and uh, yeah that's what that's what they're looking at so so far not so far it, it was for 2020 it was uh, Batista was the main name uh, the Bell Twins JBL uh, Jushin Thunder Liger the NWO um, and the British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith. We're all Man. 2020. That's a hell of a class.
1: <laughs> that is a, that, that That's is a pretty a stacked a... class. Now I say I those names. Just thinking
0: about that. <laughs> now I say those names. That's a pretty yeah. That's a pretty stacked class. Batista, NWO, JBL,
1: Liger. Uh, yeah. The Jushin Thunder Liger is the least known name on there, and his career is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know. He's like one of the greatest careers ever. Uh, yeah. He wrestled in both New Japan and NXT at yeah. the end of his career. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. That is a span. That is a span. So that is uh,
0: that's what what. So right now, then you know, the card is subject to change as far as uh, these the ceremony uh, going on with that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, how many tickets will they sell? We just mentioned as far as. uh Raymond James holding as many as they as they do and looking at possibly like fourteen thousand. Um, I just I wanted to bring this up because I, I found it found the article and the the wording in it uh, funny. So Dave Meltzer said um, it was Dave Meltzer was discussing WrestleMania thirty seven's ticket situation, and he said that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis is quote bought and paid for, and that Linda McMahon promised eighteen point five million to the state <laughs> a day prior to WWE being declared as an essential business. <laughs> Uh, and that's further proof of that. Um, so, that, so that he said. He goes on to say that so they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do. I presume this will be their big thing of the first WWE show with fans. Makes sense. But, uh, and it'll be a. Well, they'll sell two night ticket deals. And oh, uh,
1: so no. I'm no assuming seat. they're going to have like pods the way that uh, AEW has it. Like they have, you have to buy it in groups.
0: Well, the pods or, and like, you have to go with that group. Well if you look, so right now we're 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 talking and uh, I, said, I don't know if you turned the game off. I know the, the Buccaneers are playing right now. I did. What happened? So oh, no, I was going to say, if you take a look oh. at the stadium now, or they're, they're in uh, they're in the Superdome. You um, see if if there are fans there and how they're like spread out and, and kind of sprawled out. The I deep.
1: saw it at the at the the Bills game, not the Bills game. Well, that too, but the. Uh, uh, the Browns, the okay. Browns, and the Chiefs—they had them like a whole. All of them were all yeah. So it's not really all over, necessarily all over the as
0: far as like the idea of having pods where you could just have them spread
1: out. Yeah, true. So,
0: yeah. I don't. Know. I'm looking forward to see what they do. Um, <laughs> the the my favorite story of the week. Um, have you ever gotten a cameo, or paid, or gotten one from from a friend? No, no, you haven't. I, I haven't either. Um, but I know people who have. Uh, Rob is one of them. He's, he's gotten uh, cameos from... Uh, uh, that, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> for college uh, college players and, and the like. But um, if you are a celebrity and you can verify that you are a somewhat of a celebrity, you can be on a cameo. So this story came out... Uh, How many
1: downloads do we need?
0: <laughs> what do we need to do? <laughs> this story came out, uh, yeah, I think, believe yesterday. Virgil... <laughs> yes <laughs> anytime i start off with just saying, virgil virgil uh, did you hear about this story i think i heard something about it but go on the, the, the title of this article virgil intentionally shows fans his junk while plugging cameo account so there is the famous uh meme of virgil just by himself um at a a you know, autograph signing and there's nobody on the line. He's just sit, sitting there at a the table. He's all by, by his nose. So yesterday, he comes out on Cameo, and he wanted to get the word out that he's able to you know, provide this service for uh, other fans that so you could basically pay. His his going rate is, funny enough, $69. And no, it's not. It, it really is. And God. Uh, that is not a joke. And you could basically pay for $69. You can have him say like a 30-second uh, spot, basically what we what we played – our last episode was yeah.
1: uh, I don't know what Chanuka
0: is. Chanuka uh, that was Smoky Robinson. Happy Chanuka, <laughs> Smoky Robinson on cameo. <laughs> Chanuka. Uh, so Virgil here is getting the word out that he is on uh, cameo, and he was cutting a promo on on Twitter, and uh, he's, he's by himself in, in the video, and shocker, pe- people were saying that it might have been an accident, but according to his his what he said his his little statement here. I don't know if it was an accident. So he said, quote, I love at book cameo. It's always a ball of fun. I'm never a dick like other celebs. So here's a tip. Don't hog all of me and give your loved ones a special day and grab a piece of my beef. I always stay ahead of the curve. Book me today. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's he, great marketing he so basically all that to say is that he is sitting there on his bed or wherever he is and his nut is just hanging hanging loose he is free balling in his
1: pants well i did i saw a meme about that it was like it would said something along the lines of virgil selling cameos online and it was just a regular face and then it's like virgil selling cameos but also one of his nuts is peeking <laughs> through and it's like i don't know this poor this got poor, my interest now this
0: poor guy man i i feel so bad it's just like he he never could catch a break he just never caught it like he lost his money train his, his gravy train with ted dibiase and then he tried to uh you know, have some sort of career in the wcw they paid him like you know minimum there and then aew aew for a hot second <laughs> um but yeah so now he's he's doing cameo with his ball just hanging out uh, out of his shorts and, uh,
1: can you request that? I'm asking for a friend strictly.
0: <laughs> just virtual, I need you to do a cameo, but have your left nut hanging out of your shorts like it did yeah, in the year your... exactly. So, <laughs> I, I'm assuming that he did this on purpose. So, I, I <laughs> uh, listen, we're talking about him, so I guess that's that's all it's all you can do. Is <laughs> I what can I possibly do to get people to? have some sort of interest in me. Oh, let me get my left nut out.
1: All right. If I am not mistaken, Sam Roberts was the originator of that meme that you're talking about. Is he? Okay. Yeah, because I used to listen. I used to listen to Opie and Anthony's show way back in the day when he was a fucking intern on it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, when I was a child. Mm. And uh, (laughs) he kept on talking about how he would be seeing Virgil at these signings and nobody was going up to him. So he was like, I went up to him. Hmm. It's Virgil. Of course I went up to him. Sure, sure. Yeah, if I saw him. And I... he got he caught he got the picture and he posted it online everywhere. Jeez. And then it just went viral.
0: <laughs> oh man. Virgil, and you're nut. Um let's see what else we have here. I have
1: I got one. Please. Did you hear Mick Foley tested positive for COVID? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So ho- hopefully we get Santa next year. Yes, I, I believe. I think I think by now he's I recovered from. He's it. okay. That yeah. Was that a little while that ago. was a while ago. That happened
0: like the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was that uh Bully Ray come, uh, came out and said that uh, he believes and Bully Ray if you ever listen to his podcast, he is very brutal with his truth. Um he said that NXT's in-ring work is more polished than AEW. Um he has no makes sense. no allegiance, no loyalty to anybody. So he just basically said what he he felt. Uh, AEW beating NXT in ratings though. Billy Ray thinks NXT has a more polished product as far as pro wrestling is concerned. He said, quote, it's hard for me to come on the show and I don't want to do this. First and foremost, uh, I don't look to come on the show and point out holes in the game or the negatives. Honestly, I just want to come and talk positive about pro wrestling and tell everybody what a great job everybody did. When I watch NXT, I don't see glaring issues like I see maybe with AEW, but the work in the ring is solid. It's tight in NXT. Nine times out of ten. It makes psychological sense. The physicality is there. A lot of times, you watch AEW and you know guys and gals are missing stuff. It can get a little indie riffic at times. Mm-hmm. Whereas the NXT product is a lot more polished and the work rate is extremely tight, unquote. Um, Cody Rhodes himself recently said that AEW might have too much freedom as far as moves go. Um, and that's, that's that with that.
1: Uh, what do you think? I agree with him. Okay. 100%. You can tell, other than the top guys, listen, Kenny Omega, he's not really flubbing a lot of things. Phoenix, people like that. A bunch of, for lack of a better term, a bunch of grizzled veterans are not really making mistakes on live TV like that. Right. The Young Bucks. Right. All of the Elite, Hangman, all those guys are not really making so many mistakes. People who have had somewhat of television exposure. Right. But you have other people in, let's say, the Dark Order, Right. You got those kind of people. Ty Conti could use a little polishing, too, even though she has been to NXT. Yeah. But I agree with him. You can tell that all all of what he could have said, if he wanted to be a real dick about it, he could have just said, listen, practice makes perfect. Mm. Plain and simple. Yeah. And NXT, you can clearly tell, even if you don't know the product, you can tell that they practice. They're doing all the moves, all that stuff. Yes, AEW does practice but everybody is so far away from Jacksonville until let's say the Monday before a dynamite taping. Mm. And then they're like, oh, we'll go, we'll get together, we'll practice, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, there are a lot of people who their in-ring work doesn't need that much help, but you have way too much of a mix of young talent, green talent, and veterans who know how to pull stuff off. Right. So it's all about balancing that it is it,
0: it really is and and the, the thing about that also is that NXT is the whole the whole premise is in the name NXT is next like who's next who's coming up and that they are a training facility that's what they do that that was the whole point mm-hmm. of it was to take everything everybody in the PC and train them to to you know if you're ready you start at NXT the whole idea was to ch- change ECW get rid of that change ECW to NXT and then use that as a proving ground. Have your own proving ground. You have to go to OVW. You don't have to go to you know Ohio, wherever. You can have it all in-house and then from there, you know, train everybody, get them on the mic ready, and then you know, have them have them shoot off. I know all of Elite Wrestling has that. Like they have um
1: what's his name? Uh, the Nightmare Factory with Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. They have QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes,
0: Jerry Lynn um mm-hmm. is part of that also. So they have it. But it just seems like it's not as coordinated and tight as NXT is, and I I, I agree. I agree, but I, I believe Bully Ray is right. I just you can see it in, in in the product. Do I believe that sometimes? And I'm, this is my opinion. Do I believe that AEW might be a little more entertaining than NXT? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I I truly believe that because the mix of like AEW is a mix of NXT and. Raw SmackDown, so they just basically take all the the veterans and all the newbies and put them into one show, and that is what you get on AEW. Yeah. So when you get those vets, you know, doing their you know their spots and and everything, it looks good. They're they're great. There's a reason why they are who they are. Um, but you still have those NXTers there in AEW, and those guys like Private Party, like uh, Acclaimed, like all these new guys that are coming in. Take Conti, as you mentioned, they they're still green um, even though Tekonti's been through a couple leagues here and there they're still still kind of green so you know it, it's 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 tough to to kind of say it's tough, tough to put a balance on it because again AEW is it might be a little more entertaining uh quality wise but as, as far as that goes but as far as a pure wrestling product NXT is uh I, I think I believe much better yeah um, speaking of NXT uh, Adam Cole went on to Twitter and said, uh, Hashtag Undisputed Era has run at WWNXT since we've arrived. 2021 will be no different. Enjoy the ride, boys and girls. Uh, and then he went to, uh, at Roderick Strong, at Bobby Fish, at KOR Combat. And then someone replied to him and said, You could advance to the main roster on on 2021. Which makes no sense. You could advance to the main roster on 2021. This is what this guy said. Cole responded, At WWNXT is main roster no debate. End of story. Agreed. So there was there was talk about like when you know, there's always been talk about when he would go over to Raw or SmackDown or where they you know, what they call the main roster. And uh yeah, he put he put that to bed. No debate. I could
1: have seen of a couple story. scenarios where they could have come up to the main roster. Sure. Recent, not you know soon too. Uh, here after the the, the the raw after the rumble. Yeah would have been the first opportunity to put him in there.
0: Here, here's here's a a what if scenario. What if Tommaso Ciampa didn't get hurt? What if Tommaso Ciampa wasn't injured when he and Gargano came over during that? Like it was like it was them. It was Ricochet. Like they had all these NXTers, kind of like Alistair Black, Alistair Black. So they all came over as in like a seemed like a trial by fire kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so if he wasn't hurt. And they had, you know, a DIY was was, you know, it was, it was huge because the two of them were kind of coming over to the main roster. If he wasn't hurt, would people like Adam Cole be over in or at Raw SmackDown?
1: Would they be over? Would they? Or would not, they be oh, on? Would they be
0: on? Not over. They, they would definitely be over. But would they be on? I know. It's, de- it's debatable. It is debatable. No, debatable
1: right. on, on if they would be over, but absolutely they would be on.
0: It, would they be on? Okay. So if, if he wasn't hurt, they would be on either Raw or SmackDown because the, the, as I mentioned, the trial by fire would have happened. They would have kind of seen what they were about.
1: Yeah. Va- fans That would have... war games would have never happened. They would have been already on the roster by then. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: That's legitimately the catalyst of, of NXT. NXT is not staying on the main roster
0: right
1: and then after that is when finn came charlotte came ember moon came people from the main roster started coming back to nxt mm-hmm. so it was kind of a shift in power sort of johnny and uh and Tommaso, yeah staying put as some would say because they would have just they might have won a tag title maybe two that was it mm-hmm. in the past year Right? wasn't it a year ago two years ago it was boy well, yeah it was like two years ago. halftime heat two years ago was when they had that big match it was during the super bowl and they had it i think that was the super bowl two years ago. it wasn't the 49er super bowl it was the Super Bowl two years ago yeah minimum yeah so
0: yeah food for thought who knows what, what could have happened what have, could have should have
1: um here i'll give you food for thought please uh, former five five w former five time i w g p heavyweight champion. I'm gonna butcher his first name, but his last name is Okada. Mm-hmm. Has proposed uh, uh, he's proposed a pro wrestling super show, in which he wants New Japan, WWE, AEW, Triple CMLL, and anybody he can get his hands on to get together for a huge event. He says that it could bring joy to everyone all over the world. And it would give fans the strength and positivity to do their best the next day. Wow, that is an exact quote. Listen to him. Power of positivity. All right. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, I would love that. <laughs> I think everybody would.
0: I think everybody would. Will it happen? And there's absolutely one person not. why it won't happen. Oh, Vinnie Mac. Oh, this only reason. Vincent Kennedy. I think Triple H would be like, okay, if I can. If I can annex myself from from you and have my own state, um I think NXT would be its own thing and you could just have NXT like these crossovers with impact.
1: He calls Texas, he's like, Yo, you guys got a open gymnasium? I think I'm gonna take this TNX on the on the road. <laughs> you uh you know, IPs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um yeah, I he would be all for it and Vince is is stuck in I need to just do my own thing and screw everybody else. Um can we talk really quick, Because uh, I, I do not watch Impact Wrestling for anything. But I did Me neither watch online this particular match and be only because of what it was headlined with and uh it, it caught my Oh, interest. hang
1: on. Can I guess which one it is? Please, by all means. Was it the one where um Damn! What is that guy called? Not uh, where where the karate guy yes. ripped out Ethan Page's heart. That's it. So okay, I that, knew it wasn't going to be the fucking Kenny Omega match. It had to be the one where the guy got his heart ripped out, like fucking. So the only thing Temple I w- Doom type shit. <laughs> the only thing I will mention,
0: other, other yeah, that was exactly it. So the only thing I will mention, other than the fact that Madison Rayne uh, is retired from wrestling altogether, and she thanked the fans on Twitter, um, is that uh, <laughs> so Ethan Page, whose contract expired January first. Uh, they had taped that whole segment, and I don't know if you watched any of. No. I know. <laughs> I don't know if you watch any of that. This, this is this was their this is their equivalent of a cinematic match, and holy shit, was it horrible! Um, I don't know if you watch any of the actual pay per view, any of the like, if you, Omega or you know, with Swan and all that.
1: Okay. I saw the entrance okay. of Omega online, in which he was wearing an old Bullet Club shirt. Yes. Yes.
0: And he came out with the Good Brothers and all that stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, Ethan Page taped this. His contract expired the first. He already taped it for Hard to Kill, which was the pay-per-view. Against Ethan Page against Karate Man, who... uh, Spoiler alert. The same person.
1: Wait. So, you're telling me that time in in the Royal Rumble, it was... Mick Foley the whole time? It was the entire time, yes. Yes. That would have been more
0: believable if they came out all together at the same time. But, no. Um, So... If you watch it, just you can you can YouTube it. It's it's like I think the, the the clip that they have edited down is like a minute long. It looks like if you remember Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel, like how yeah. bad that was. If you hear, I mean, the, he does look like Ryu, kind of. He kind of does. But if you if you watch that movie and you hear the horror stories about the production on that and how bad that was, um, which by the way they they just had the trailer for the new Mortal Kombat, very excited about that. Um, if you watch this, it's like they took. Uh, uh like a 10-year-old was on uh windows uh movie maker and uh just came up with different backgrounds with like dragons and mountains um anyway he, he it was a horrible edit <laughs> editing job uh by the end of it karate man in a, in kind of like a finality of ethan page's career with impact he ripped out page's heart ripped it out hell yeah and uh, a la the temple of doom and uh we you think you we've seen everything when it comes to you know yanking out eyeballs and um set your opponent on fire matches and wwe no wait, hold my beer i'm gonna rip this guy's heart out so that was the end of the match and so he was a little disappointed uh, uh needless to say uh and he said quote i'm gonna take a full-blown break from social media i'll be staying active on my personal uh Uh, Patron, patron. If I butcher that pronunciation, as much Patreon, not even close. As much as I can, (laughs) Patreon. As much as I can, and probably in this group too, because I love the the fig life and you guys. But man, last night sucked. I'm so embarrassed with how Impact lazily edited that segment last night and forced it to be a joke. I felt the thought of the same guys fighting each other was comedy enough, and the more serious we took it, the better the reaction would be. Because I left the company, they lied to my face and just did what they wanted the whole what they wanted the whole time. I'm sorry if any of my fans paid for that pay-per-view and felt cheated. I honestly feel the free ver- free version I gave away was made with more love, care, and attention to detail. Sadly, I had no control over the creative or the final product and the editor refused to send it to me beforehand. So I saw it live with you guys and was surrounded by family all scratching their heads at their high school project level delivery on a pay-per-view. I pray I pray people know I didn't edit this hot garbage. I actually begged Impact not to even have Karate Man on TV. I only wanted it on my YouTube channel. But we don't write the shows; we get to we just get the scripts. And he goes on to say, uh, not stolen. Uh, it wasn't created by him. He, his was better. I need to be honest. I was lied to. I was hurt. I was disrespected, and I need to break from it all.
1: All right. So, with that.
0: His departure from Impact He said he might, wanted
1: creative freedom?
0: Yes. His, I'm sorry, his departure from Impact Wrestling might not have been so smooth because they literally ripped his heart out of his chest to kill him on the way out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if, you know, Matt Hardy wasn't actually killed either. Um, True. There was. Uh, okay, so back to my original thought. Yes. He got his heart ripped out and he didn't think that he had, let's say, he didn't have enough creative freedom. So he's not going to WWE. Go to NXT?
0: Mm. They're pretty pretty comfortable with uh, creativity over NXT. I wouldn't say Raw or SmackDown.
1: Yeah, but if his worry is about getting a script, he's not going to want to even step foot in Orlando. He's going to want to go straight to Jacksonville.
0: (sighs) I mean, I, I... I guess but I I see him more of I mean I know of him. I see him more of a NXT guy but um I do I'm not going to agree with that. I I think he'd be lost in the shuffle
1: AEW. But uh Yeah. I I this is going to be lost in the shuffle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I I so. I, agree,
0: I agree with what you're saying, but I I feel like Triple H is a little more lenient with the reigns cuz I mean, you you could see what what uh what they're doing over there. Um Yeah. It, it's pretty it's it's good. But uh I, I don't know. I just feel like he, he'd be better off probably NXT. Uh and just stay in there. Don't don't go anywhere. <laughs> don't go to Raw, don't go to SmackDown, just stay right there. Um but yeah, so that was <laughs> Impact Wrestling. If you if you see nothing else, go go to YouTube and watch just that clip of his heart getting ripped out of his chest by himself.
1: Moving on. No, by the karate man.
0: By the karate man, sorry. Who is Ethan Page?
1: Uh yeah. Really quickly. It would be like Bray Wyatt setting the fiend on fire. They that's see, that's a, that's a mesh.
0: I feel like <laughs> you cannot have any more creative control than the fiend has than than Bray Wyatt has on his character. I mean, that's
1: And you, Randy Orton.
0: Right, right. But I mean, as far as like just like a over the top like insanity of a character, it's the fiend. And it it, it clicks Vince was probably like, all right, just just, just do it. Yeah, well, what what can I hurt? Uh, you know, if, I'll he'll change it. You know, if it doesn't work, he'll change it in five seconds. Like we'll okay. give him a different mask. <laughs> <give> him... <laughs> that's like he's exactly what he's doing now. It's, this this character has evolved at least three different times, and we're now in the midst, right now as we speak, in the midst of another evolution of this character because mm-hmm. he hasn't been seen in the last three weeks. He was set on fire, and so now there's going to be a new fiend coming out. Um, that's creative control, but you have to have some sort of establishment of your yourself in the company. Um, I don't see anybody coming in brand new, like n- not knowing who they are and they're not in the mainstream as far as wrestling. You no, know, you know, people that are just kind of like casually a casual fan of wrestling, knowing who he is. So you're not going to come in and say, okay, I have this karate man character, um, in impacts can I do it here? <laughs>
1: it's like, uh, no. start your name is Ethan.
0: <laughs> we're going to take away your last. No, they'll
1: name. go. You, you said you were the karate man at impact. Now we're going to call you the judo guy. <laughs> just like, like a woken Matt Hardy. Yeah, has, just, I was just about, all to over say,
0: again. just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Unbelievable. Unfreaking real. Uh, last thing I have outside the, the ring. Uh, reason why Daniel Bryan's losing streak, he's having a losing streak on WWE SmackDown. He just basically wants to put everybody over. He's he's on the writing team for SmackDown. He's on his way out. He said his his uh, his full-time uh, wrestling career is, is pretty much over. And that he just basically wants to put people over, and that he's going into the Royal Rumble. I still believe, even though he's he's saying that he's not full time, I still believe that uh, he's he's gonna win. <laughs> I, I I do for some reason. I, I every time that they that announcers say that someone hasn't won or they haven't done this or they haven't done that, they they've said it several times throughout the weeks with Daniel Bryan. He hasn't won the, the Royal Rumble yet. They they're pointing out that several times. I I think there's a reason why. I feel like he might win it. Um, but he has said that he just wants to put people over,
1: uh, while he's, he's on his way out. That's it. I don't blame him. And he can do that. He, he is very, very fit to do that. Yeah. Put people over no matter what. Yeah. Put over Cesaro like crazy. Although Cesaro really doesn't need to be put over.
0: Does he though? Does he not?
1: I mean, he, if you're a wrestling fan, you know that Cesaro doesn't need to be put over. The the problem is, is he's not getting put over with the right people backstage.
0: Name the last time he's won a singles match
1: friday <laughs> okay
0: before friday <laughs> so he was a, in a tag team he, that's not fair singles okay he was in two tag teams but name last time and he was just cesaro antonio cesaro when he came out and would do the the gun thing and he was antonio cesaro or just cesaro when was the last time he won a singles match
1: right after he split from the bar <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I mean, i'm being serious with that answer that's probably the last time he won a singles match he, he's 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 been, when sheamus got hurt and he had to separate from the bar
0: yeah I, I don't think he won then either i just i feel like he's he's been number well, he's one he's not brian myers he's not kurt hawkins he's just not losing all the time he's losing all the time dude as a singles competitor he lost all the time all the time as i it, know in tag team he was, that's the only time he won was when he was in the tag team <laughs> the only time he won
1: so the I fact think the that- problem is is that they're not giving him the chance he could go on a run the man could go on a run I, I'm very confident in that. He could go on a run,
0: Nakamura, who apparently they're giving him a push now. He could go on a run. They've done that before. They're trying to do it again with him.
1: Of course they could. I don't want Nakamura to win the the Royal Rumble. No, I don't want him to win either. I I, want him to go. I want him to get a push. Absolutely. I just don't want him to win the Royal Rumble. I completely agree. I agree. I think you should give it to somebody only because he already won it. Yes, which is what I was going to say. I think you should give it to
0: somebody like Brian, who's if he's on his way out. Hell, you're giving. (sighs) He's not on his way out. He is.
1: Well, as a wrestler, to be there. I understand that.
0: But as as far as in ring competition, he's on his way out, and so yeah. why not have this be like your last hurrah? Give him, give him the the rumble, you know, and and put him against uh, uh, Reigns. That would be a hell of a match, man. You already start. They already started the seeds, uh, planting the seeds for that uh, a couple of weeks ago, especially with the USO stuff. G- how would you him, book him
1: that, that though? If you if you had to book that storyline, how would you book that match at WrestleMania? Would you have Brian go over? I would. You have Brian go over. How long does he keep the title? I mean, I probably... Would you do exact rider Ryder situation? Slam. Should have him lose the title the next night? <laughs> the next night, no. Part-timer. SummerSlam? Summer he Slam? gets that moment again.
0: Have, have him run it until SummerSlam. You, you still have a program with Reigns for another yeah. you know, two, three months till SummerSlam. not then... a bad
1: run. Right. Put Drew Gulak in his corner. Give him an equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> and Gable. I'm sorry, the go- the gooker. man, <laughs> oh, man. I still call it gooker. I can't... It, that's it's just I've been saying it since I was a kid, yeah. and I can't get that out of my mind. Yeah, I can read it. It's read fine. That's not a thing. I just don't say it right. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> um, I have a food for thought real quick. I read an article about wrestlers who deserve a biopic, and these were the two that came out that stood out to me. Sure. Number one was Paul Heyman. Number two was The Undertaker. Do you want to take a guess as to who they cast as Paul Heyman in Let's say a quote biopic, a fan casted of, the, oh, uh, of Paul Heyman's biopic. Who do you think is playing Paul? Paul Hayman. Giamatti. Oh my God! Yeah, bravo! Come on, stop! Fucking bravo! Who's better than me? Nobody. <laughs> Who do you think is playing the Undertaker? Yeah, this, this one. one this if you get, get this, in. I'm gonna hang up. <laughs>
0: this one... Then we're we're done. We cannot get any better. I did not read this by the way. Uh, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Um, the Undertaker. Jeez got to be a, like a, a tall actor tall uh, skinny actor that can get bulked i, I you know what I, i'd have to think about it who, who is it nicholas cage not that i would not go with <laughs> why nick nicholas cage as the undertaker yeah
1: have you ever seen him as superman i have for superman but he's not tall Wasn't enough bad. he's not tall enough bro tom cruise is still getting cast as a leading man in hollywood I, I, and he's five i'm six. not saying he's not listen that's you that's shoot for him, his right? role
0: that's for his roles. Though. I'm saying you're you're this is a biopic. You're, you're you're portraying somebody else. You wouldn't get Tom Cruise as the undertaker even though
1: he's a no, great actor. No, you shoot it the right. If you shoot it the right way, you just got to angle <laughs> it up a little bit. It's all about the angles, baby. I, I got you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you, baby. Uh anything
0: else outside the ring before we get into uh we, we rampantly go through the the week here.
1: Uh two things real quick. Please. The first episode of season 3 of Dark Side of the Ring, they yeah. didn't announce when it was going to be. <sighs> But it will be about the loose cannon Brian Pillman, and will feature Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, and I don't want anyone calling me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> unless I'm taking are, off of work, unless, I'm shutting off all my lights. Yes, unless we're watching, and lights. I'm going to take antidepressants because I'm going to get real depressed looking at that shit. I, I, I know, I know.
0: And I tell you, though, know, like <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring, it was it, the beginning of COVID was one of my that and Tiger King, two things. Oh, that, those
1: are the first two things I binged.
0: Oh my god. I mean, just the the I mean, obviously the things with like Guerrero. It was so and, dark.
1: It was a real dark march for me. It's dude. I <laughs> went dark side of the ring and Tiger King. It was a very dark march. <laughs> I could not
0: stop watching. It, it, like it just kept going through, straight through all all two, you know, two seasons of it. So good. <laughs> just so good to see like all this yeah, you know, insanity go down like uh uh, uh, uh what's his name? Bravo. Um uh, know? Dino Bravo, thank you. Like that whole story, I I knew very like very minute details about that. I knew
1: Dino Bravo.
0: Good God! Like, and that was it.
1: <laughs> that's all that I knew of the wrestler. I knew that Dino Bravo was dead, and that was it. But how he got dead is but just how he died is like <laughs>
0: holy <what>? shit, <laughs> holy shit. He's involved. Oh, and in the there's mo- also
1: going to be a, say a he's involved
0: a, in the mob? mob guy. What was that? You say, you're saying Dino Bravo was involved in the mob, and that's how he got killed? What?
1: Um, this is this is something crazier there's a fucking uh, on dark side of the ring in this article that i read Hmm. in season three there's going to be an episode about a wrestler who was a mobster Hmm. i'm getting that wrong Hmm. but there was a wrestler involved in the mob along the lines of dino bravo but i think this guy was actually like legit Hmm. okay instead of just like kind of an info dino bravo was a mob goon Let's be honest, he mm-hmm. just looked he looked apart so they brought him along. Right. So, I think in this this one episode this this guy was actually like a killer. Like he did the Man oh man. I love Dark Side of the Ring and I can't <laughs> wait for it to
0: come back. I can't wait. I cannot that wait. That
1: fucking Ben Wyatt episode made me cry, man. Oh. It was just like
0: you had the first half which was all strictly Guerrero and like that whole crazy this story and it was like oh okay yeah he, yeah he was such a such a good guy such a good husband friend uh best friend with ray like you know they you know coming over to to WWE. i still think that eddie
1: deserved his own dark side um
0: well i mean was there enough for for them to go off of with having him have a dark side was it really that dark or was it just because he just took steroids that he his heart basically exploded
1: all right yeah was he clean? No, I'm sure he was. Other than steroids, but was he drug clean? Uh, Oh, I don't know. That's I, what I'm saying. Because I thought remember, steroids... he, he, him, and, him and Vicky separated for a while. Okay. And then they got back together. Like, he recomposed himself and then got clean and stuff like that. From what I recall, that's what happened. But then, like, you look at that episode of the Benoit episode, and you're just like, all right, I get it. Because, like, Eddie... Was the Eddie was the first half of Benoit's? Ep- it, it was meant that way for a reason. Is that's because that's what affected him so much to then go off the end. Hmm. Or if you're like me, you just believe that Kevin Sullivan did it, and we'll just move on. <laughs> I think it's last thing. Uh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee gave Anna J. her nickname 99. Do you know why? Why?
0: Uh, it's a Aaron tribute Judge, to the great one, Aaron, Gresky.
1: I was gonna say Aaron Judge was is her favorite uh, baseball player. No. Got Brody it. was a hockey fan, so it would got have it. been Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, got it,
0: <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I listened to. Uh, I, I told you the other day. I listened to uh, AEW Unrestricted podcast and uh, the Brody Lee episode. Good God, it's just like you t- you'll talk about his his come up and his family. Like he's just he was such a like such a good father, and he's talking about negative one. And <sighs> yeah, just thinking about it. If if you need a good cry, go. Uh, Go check that out wherever you get podcasts. After you listen to this, um, speaking of Brody Lee, we last time we recorded uh, was his death. Um, it was basically the the day after, and uh, the twenty seventh, and they had that that Wednesday. Basically, they they had the Brody Lee tribute show. So I want to I want to get your take on this before we go through this card. It was basically it, the entire card was uh dark order and i'll just tell you right now it's it's been three weeks dark order won every match as they should have i mean that's that was just the whole point of it that was the premise of it you talk about Brody lee um give him his tributes have have his guys go go over on every single match um and and that was that um and i forgot what my question was going to be to you but i will get i will get to it at some point so uh
1: that I wish I could help you
0: on that one, but I, I can't. <laughs> I, I just went off a ton of tangents. If you of... need
1: a name, I got you. But like I, I can't help you with the question,
0: man. Totally forgot. Um, anyway, so the the night started off with uh. Was it was Young Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, started off with Moxley giving giving his his own tribute, um. Show, showing his support, Young Bucks and Cole Cabana taking on uh, Matt Harvey Matt Hardy and Private Party, uh, just. I'm telling you right now, this entire show, I just I wept like a baby. <laughs> just watching like Colcabana lose his shit. Um, Anna Jay lose her, her shit. Like so again, as I mentioned, they all all of Dark Order won every single match.
1: The the um, I did not cry for most of it. It was so sad. I have a very dark soul.
0: Yes, you do. However,
1: the thing that broke me mm-hmm. was John Silver winning that match.
0: With <laughs> with the uh the
1: spinning lariat. Yes. Yeah. When he hit the discus Lariat and got the pin and then just immediately got up and then went into a fetal position and started bawling crying. Yeah. I got goosebumps talking about it. It just fuck it broke me.
0: See now I'm just thinking about it. I, I get a little full climate because I, I remember watching that and going back and watching that part again because if you if you happen to still have it and you watch that segment when he did it, you hear Excalibur. It sounded like it sounds like he's laughing, but then he just goes off mic. Yeah. And you can just tell that he was he was kind of having his own his own moment um yeah that that, that moment was was just insane uh eddie kingston Butcher and the blade taking on lance archer evil uno and Stu grayson uh dark order will take, took that one uh everybody's still talking they had a whole whole other video with uh brody and his wife and uh with negative one pictures of, of him and his kids and um just <laughs> shit <laughs> just insane uh MJF Santana Ortiz taking on hang, Hangman Adam Page on Silver Alex Reynolds that match we just discussed. Um, I, I do like the fact that uh, John Silver, who is uh, very quickly becoming probably my favorite, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers in AEW.
1: The um, Meat Man. The
0: Meat Man. He had he had the uh, like the overalls. He had the Brody Lee overalls when he was uh,
1: he was wrestling. Brody Brody bought those for him. He bought them for me because yeah. it was for uh, a BTE sketch that they never got to film. I mean.
0: Oh, and then brought, bought him his jacket too. Bought him the jacket, and not to mention also the 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 surprise in this match, Eric Rowan. Yes, pops up out of nowhere.
1: We're, I'm sorry, Eric Redbeard. Redbeard, yes, because we're not allowed to say that name. Well,
0: Jericho did, and then he was getting he was getting subtly corrected.
1: <laughs> oh, every time, every time, the whole time by Excalibur. Excalibur he just goes, "I think it's Eric Redbeard." <laughs> no, it's Eric Rowan. It's like, oh my god, Chris. What Chris, the fuck do you doing, we talked about this, dude. Come on. <laughs> It's Like, bro, you work for Vince, you don't know what the fuck goes on by now.
0: <laughs> Can't call him that, <laughs> Eric Redbeard. So, yeah, so Eric Redbeard, Eric Rowan came into the ring, to, made, made a save, and then after the match, he had a little sign. Um, to basically, like, see you again. It was just, I'm telling you, this entire night, just heartbreaking as hell. Uh, NNJ and Tay Conti taking on Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Uh, I would play, I just out of respect, I would, I would have played the Give Me That Booty song, but uh, I, I I'm
1: I was just about to say, dude, there was cake all over that ring. Hell. <laughs> On both yeah. sides of the picture, it Especially, was
0: wild. I didn't realize Anna J has such
1: a donk. Like uh, want, it's because she's put next to Tay Conti, and you're like, "Wow, look at Tay's butt!" And but look like, at Tay's butt, and I'm like, oh, "My what? God, look at this little Southern white girl over here.
0: <laughs> she's got a bigger butt than Tay does." Yeah, man. man oh man, good for her. God bless her. Um, God bless. God bless. <laughs> There's that Jer- Jericho had a uh, had a segment about Brody. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and uh, so this was the the main event, um, as per negative one. His favorite wrestler is uh, ten, so Preston Vance, uh, tagging with Orange Cassidy and Cody Rhodes taking on Team Taz, um, and and Preston getting the getting the win on that one. Uh, I I thought, all these matches were really good for 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 a night of you knew exactly what was going to happen. Like there was no. Like I listen, I I know you can up in Canada. You can. If read, you
1: really wanted to 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 cement the heel, yeah, you have them win over the Dark Order. That's how you would cement it. <laughs> on a Brody Lee tribute night. On a Brody Lee tribute <laughs> night, you have like let's say MJF. You yeah. have MJF right pin. Although it would take away from John, but like you know what I mean. Would have been great. What a dick. Would
0: have been great. <laughs> what a dick.
1: Um,
0: so uh, ten, 10 gets the the win on that one. Uh, negative one's uh, favorite wrestler, and then. Uh, Sting Sting was part of that as well. Uh Cody gets on mic, talks about Brody Lee a little more, and then, then that was the show. And
1: uh Oh. Please. Forgetting about a very big part of that show. I don't know if you were gonna get to it. Mm. But the video at the end. Yes. The video at the end featured a lot of pictures. Mm. Most of them taken yes. from Instagram. Yeah. And most and of them And I would say every single person who yeah. is in the main event of Raw SmackDown mm-hmm. was on AEW <laughs> that, that night. Yeah, that's what and I it was see. amazing to see yeah. because I'm like, oh my god, never thought I would be watching AEW, and Becky Lynch pops on my television. <laughs> that's exactly what I was I was gonna say before. That's that's the the thought that I forgot. So the
0: tribute that WWE gave to, um. Jeez, uh, what was his God, name? You're gonna
1: make me say something I'm gonna regret. I know it, but go on. Uh,
0: their tribute to Luke Harper. Thank you very much, Brain. Um, it's always great when I when I do these podcasts. Not high. Uh, that uh, Luke Harper. Their tribute. What? Exactly. Uh, there's a reason why I purposely did not smoke because I wanted to make sure I, I did not start. What's the name of the pepper So Luke Harper and their tribute of all ten seconds got such heat. Online, and then AEW. I mean, he was in AEW at the time. Their entire show is a tribute to Brody Lee. So, immediately after that, a couple days later, WWE puts it like their own tribute of Luke Harper online.
1: I I thought it was was, Friday, it was the Friday, it was SmackDown, was when they put the tribute up, right? Okay, all right. So,
0: I thought that was a little uh, what's the word shitty. I thought it was kind of shitty that uh, you know, I listen. I understand you know business is business. I understand Vince is Vince and you know sometimes you know, you can never say never and he might have at some point. Who knows? Who knows if if, if uh if John had John Huber had, had uh run his course at AEW and then, went, you know going back to WWE. It happens every day. It happens all the time. We we understand that. But why not just suck up your pride? This is bigger than anything else. The guy died. Put up a tribute, man. Like you know you you coming up with a 10 second like poster card of luke harper john Hoover. memory of what What does that do and so
1: didn't they also start the show by saying it's a wednesday and you know what that means well the miz did that the miz did that miz, right yes so okay.
0: the miz did that yeah, and and uh uh new day actually had a had a moment also they um, had armbands arm
1: bands, uh uh xavier hit a discus larry yes yeah so they they someone they, else did they did this a bunch with the little mustache yeah,
0: yeah. so they, you know people did their thing um uh, you know, ironically enough, I don't know if this has anything to do with with this, but it might go hand in hand. You haven't seen Fiend since he he died, and they were very close. I'm just putting that out there. Um. Mm. Anyway, that was yeah, that was a tribute, and uh, I I think that WWE could have done a little more with that, but uh, you know, they 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 eventually put something online, but AEW came through with a with a awesome event uh, in honor of. of Mr. Huber. So rest in peace to
1: yeah. Mr. Brody. They did also release his collection in uh, on the network. They have a best of Luke Harper that they released they after he had passed. They did. Now, yes. I have a question for you. Please. How much of a send-off did Road Warrior Animal get when he had passed?
0: Hmm.
1: I mean... <laughs> I don't None. Know, nothing. I mean, None. Yeah. it was it was more or less the same.
0: Everything was pretty right? much, pretty much online. So was it more impactful because he was still in the business?
1: Road Warrior was too. Was he? Yeah. He Dude. was working with uh, Enzo. Enzo was working with him on indie on indie shows. Like okay. they were touring indie indie shows together for for a promotion. Okay. Uh, wrestled Brian Pillman Jr. I think uh, I, uh, from what I've gathered, uh, animal was like the, the manager, I guess, of those of the match, the agent, if you will. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, I know it's not a lot of the same thing because a- animal a- animal had had a run, it was you know, 20 years older than, than Huber, 30 years older than Huber, something like that. Mm. But it's, it's, it's road war. It's, it's, he's a road warrior. They right. call it the Road Warrior Pop for a reason, I think. What's the pop called? Is it Road Warrior? Am I right? When you, when you say pop, you,
0: like like a Road Warrior pop, yeah.
1: It's the Road Warrior pop, yeah, right? Yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah, no. I just wanted to make sure I had yeah. that right. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, they call it the Road Warrior Pop for a reason. Oh, so what God a rush. Over yeah, and then people just go insane, yeah. Exactly. Right. And he got how much of a tribute? I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but... Everybody's getting all huff and a puff because WWE didn't release a good enough tribute for Luke, for Luke Harper. You know, Vince McMahon, you should just be happy that he got a tribute in the first place. That's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. I agree with you. But you got to call a spade a spade sometime.
0: Oh, I don't know who I'm dealing with when I, when I, wh- why it is what it is. I get it. You know, and I'm sure that the, the tribute only came because of pressure online pressure whoever else pressured him to just have something you know just like Vince you don't have to have anything else on, else on TV you did your week of of tributes for on all three shows that you have let's put something online and just to appease everybody i i think that's i think it's bullshit um i could agree with that uh let's get into that was 3 weeks ago let's do uh raw this week uh the only thing i want to get into as far as uh results of this week well a couple things um I like the fact that, uh, well, so L- Lacey Evans versus Charlotte Flair, um, and I want to, just for, oh, that was my arm brace, just for uh, the
1: sake of- Aren't you supposed to have that thing on, dude? Shut up. Your your shit's not going to get healed. I need to control the computer. Um this oh, God, never mind. my, fuck that arm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is for, in, in honor of uh, Lacey Evans.
1: Look at that booty,
0: show me the booty, give me the booty. I want the booty, back up the booty. I need the booty. I like the booty. Oh what a booty, shaking that booty. I saw the booty. I want the booty, Lord what a booty. Bring on the booty. Lord what a booty. Um Thank you, Lacey. Round booty. That's my favorite one. <laughs> the uh the big point of this whole match was basically since it was established last week, is that Ric Flair basically turned on his own daughter and is now in some sort of octogenarian love affair with uh lacey evans and um she likes him wrinkly and um she likes he likes the booty so there's that that was not if, if you watched Raw and you saw the whole segment play out and lacey won they quickly immediately cut from that segment to another segment and they didn't even like get into it <laughs> to establish what the hell just happened so i found that very uh frustrating Um, Let's see anything else on here Jackson Riker. Oh so uh, They also started uh, Basically at some point In the night uh, They were supposed to have Drew McIntyre Versus Randy Orton Come to find out This is the first time By the way That Vince I guess Succumbed to pressure Being a last minute thing And I'm sure he was Backstage going Ah screw it Whatever Do what you you gotta do Uh, Drew McIntyre Has the COVID Has the Rona Mm, And so What do you do When you're supposed to have A wrestler Who's your main guy your your top guy. There is nobody topper than him. So what do you do when you have your top guy have the Rona? Then you know I guess you gotta put him on TV and and, and have him cut a cut a promo. You know do what you gotta do. Wear a mask. Do do all the things. Uh, you know if I can get it and you can get it. All right. It was his drink your milk, take your vitamins promo. It, it was. It was. But I guess that's what Vince had to succumb to it. And you know everybody else that has preceded him. There was no kind of getting on the get on the mic or record your own thing on on your phone situation.
1: It's because not nobody else is the top babyface.
0: Mm. Okay, so what happens if it, God forbid, but if if Reigns gets it and he's out of babyface,
1: he would have to do the same thing. Yeah. He's a top heel. Well, Actually, you know what? That might be different. They might just have Paul pull it off. Like nobody here deserves to have Roman Reigns' time. And they would they would do that for three weeks for three weeks, <laughs> right? Knock on wood. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> the man has leukemia. That would be considered an underlying condition. Yes, we don't want that to happen.
0: So uh, we're not going to see Drew this week on Raw, but uh, hopefully by next week we'll we'll see it and establish more of a storyline. Which by the by the way, can we also talk about the fact that uh, uh, the Legends Night we didn't even discuss because we we didn't record? But really quickly, um, one one thing that I did not understand at all. And I know it was, a, it was a it was a take on it was a uh, uh, parody on something else, but the whole thing with the H phone and Hulk Hogan during Legends Night, what the hell was that about?
1: The only thing I can come up with, please, was that somebody in the writing team mm-hmm. was watching BTE and see how funny the Me phone segments are. Got it. And they're like, we got to do something like that. What's the best way for it to get over? Holster. See,
0: it doesn't make any sense. And I, I watch AEW. I don't watch BTE. At least you understood that. You got that. But who, yeah. who are you making that joke to? You. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. People I like you, people like you. I mean, that's fine. That, that mean? That was the whole point. Like, if you were inside <laughs> on the joke, great. But you're talking about first of all, you, you're making reference to a company that you shouldn't even be. be I'm sure Vince was like, "What the hell is this?" Because you're making reference to a, a, a you know competing company um it just that whole thing uh, to me fell flat if you didn't know then you're just like what is what is this all about um and and the fact that they now have this set up with uh the legends at the end of the night and then what do you hear but fucking goldberg's music i lost my shit (laughs) lost my shit what are we doing I know he's under contract to wrestle at least twice a year
1: for the next like five years. <sighs> yes, <laughs> I, I'm 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 speechless, speechless never and thought ever, Never thought I'd see the day.
0: Why? Why are we doing this again? <laughs> why? Are we, and what happens? Because what happens when he wins at the Rumble, dude? What happens when he beats Drew McIntyre and he has that belt mania? Are we gonna have to live with this? In, in in his 3 minute match with Drew McIntyre. This is what we're going to have to live with. And now they can't even set it up because the guy has Rona. So we're basically just going to do like a are we doing like this tomorrow's raw going to be like a teleconference where the two of them are on Zoom and you know by at least by Rumble he'll be okay. Drew Drew will be okay, but we're still having this match? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'd rather have Hogan. <laughs> I'd rather have are anybody
1: we, else. Are we having this match at the Rumble so that he's going to win. He's going to win. I'm sorry, Let's say ahead. he loses Wait, that match.
0: Oh, I can only hope. Yes, please.
1: Let's say he loses that match. Yes. Do you think he enters at number 30? Oh, God. Because <laughs> lem- let me ask you something. Couldn't you see that happening? You're, you're setting up this nightmare scenario, which
0: I will... I-, I might just have to throw my TV on the floor. If, if... That's
1: what they should call the second show of AEW, the nightmare scenario.
0: <laughs> if I have to see Goldberg twice, if I have to see him once... I don't want to watch it. Now I have to watch see him twice. I can't believe he's he's involved with this. I can't believe he came out this old guy who can't even his his finishing move is now a suplex. His jackhammer is turned into a suplex.
1: He almost killed. Well, the... I'm I'm gonna say, Drew McIntyre does not weigh as much as. Oh, that's right. He never lifted anybody that was that heavy before. Yep. So I'm gonna think he's gonna be able to pull pull off the jackhammer. He's going to, he almost killed The Undertaker. He's going to kill, he's about the same size as, as Drew. He almost killed somebody else. Who? I'm not telling you because I oh. don't believe in that match.
0: <laughs> That's not a match. Um, jeez, I can't believe I'm it. I'm a Goldberg versus the Fiend denier. <laughs> you really are. It did not exist. Does not exist. It's not
1: a, don't know what you're talking about. It's,
0: it's just like WrestleMania. Um, the one with... Uh, 24. Yes,
1: thank you. <laughs> Big show. The and, one that uh, just got erased from the fucking network.
0: Floyd May... How do you erase... <laughs> you talk about this also. Really quick on the sidebar. How do you erase an entire show because of a song? Like, you can't... You, is, is, that's the reason why, isn't it? Because they,
1: I have no idea. I just saw that it was erased. I was like... I thought it was... I thought I heard it was because Floyd... Maybe it was Jericho? Floyd Mayweather.
0: No, they still have Jericho matches on, on the network. Um, they, just, they just showed a, a rumble from a couple years ago with Jericho involved. They right. they have um. I, I, what I heard was that Floyd Money Mayweather had a song on there that could not be cleared, so they had basically take the whole thing off. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Head over to Twitter, <laughs> Sunday Slam Show, and, and and correct me. But that's what I heard. You could easily edit that. I don't understand why you have to take an entire show off the network because of that. Anyway, um, I digress. I don't understand. I do understand why they're having Goldberg. I don't like it. I don't think anybody else does. According to Twitter, I am in the majority, um, as well as it seems like you are, and uh, I'm just, I've, I've had it. Uh, so all that all that to say was that for Raw, we had some double-up matches because people were either sick or just couldn't make it in. Um, Asuka was in the back. They could have used her. They never used her the entire night. Uh, they had Jackson Riker take on Jeff Hardy. Riker won his first match uh, solo, but then Jeff Hardy took on Elias and, and beat him. Um Riker won a match? Riker won a match. Uh, Keith Lee... I'm happy for that. ...and Sheamus uh, defeated The Miz and Morrison. Uh, and then Keith Lee had a fight with uh, Sheamus and, and beat him there. Uh, T-Bar defeated uh, Xavier Woods. Lashley defeats Riddle. Um, And then Riddle defeated MVP in, in a double whip match. Uh, disqualification on that one. AJ Styles defeated Drew Gulak. Uh, Jackson Baszler... Defeating Rose and Brooke. And then the end of the nights, where because of the a audible that had to be called, um Omaha. Triple H called Omaha and comes out at the <laughs> beginning of the night. And then Randy Orton comes out and basically shouts out Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I did not even mention that. Shouted out Drew McIntyre at the fact that uh just he goes like basically certain people can't be here. Um and so they have an impromptu match, and at the end of everything, Triple H goes online and says, uh, I'm basically, I am basically Vince McMahon's break in case of emergency, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: So I read somewhere that they the end of Raw was supposed to always be that. Yeah, the However, Drew had to be substituted out, and the only logical person to put in that scenario against Randy Orton at any time whatsoever is Triple H. Okay. And that's long-term storytelling. If you can just go they have so much history that they can just fight at any time. Perfect. Do it. Right. It was always supposed to end with the flame, the little that thing. So they did, did way better than the Undertaker one. Way better than Kane and the Undertaker. Way, way, better, way better than better. that and way way better.
0: Then the, when I saw this this segment, um, don't you say that it's better than when the fiend got lit
1: on fire? Because I'm not going to take that slander.
0: It's better than the, when the fiend got uh, put on fire because that was one right, of the worst segments. Bye guys, have a good one. Uh, take care. And I uh, and, and you're off. Thank God. it's just me. So <laughs> that that segment was horrible. Um, it was much better though than the worst fire segment that I could think of in the history of wrestling, and that would be. And I uh, the first thing I thought of when I saw this with uh, Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton was the segment. When the Ultimate Warrior made his way to WCW and had a uh, a tiff with Hulk Hogan, Hogan yep. brought out the, the 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 paper that was you know the flammable paper you're supposed to you know light it up and you throw it, and Hogan couldn't <laughs> couldn't light it, and so it, it, it's I'm sure that's on the network somewhere in the in the annals of WCW uh, lore of crap that they between Shockmaster and the Finger Doom. And this is definitely up there because Hogan yeah. took a took a flammable piece of paper and was the whole point was to light it and throw it into Ultimate Warrior's face. It did not light. It finally lit, and Ultimate Warrior was about at least a good four feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and he reacted like it was in his face. Um, so this was a lot better. You you will also, by the way, uh, if, if anything comes out of this era with the no fan era, you will lose once you get fans in the arena you will lose the edited live segments. What do I mean yes. by that? So like Randy Orton and, and Triple H were fighting. It was live. Mm-hmm. When the lights go out, that's when they cut to the taped segment. So they had this yeah. entire end taped where Triple H had you know, gone underneath the ring. He had, a, he had a sledgehammer. He brings it into the ring. Lights go out, and that's when the tape segment starts. And his hammer, he lifts up, and it's on fire. Um and then Alexa Bliss is in the ring, and he ha- she has basically like a the flamethrower that goes right into Randy Orton's face.
1: The ending of the last three Raws, I'm pretty sure, have ended with a, a live a live jump cut. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah. That that'll go away <laughs> once we have the fans. So you know, it's, it's, if anything, they can take advantage of the, having no fans. Uh, segments like that, segments like Alexa Bliss's uh, you know the playground with you know the the. Suddenly, all of a sudden, the the swing, yeah. set, the swing sets in the ring.
1: Yeah, um, and she's dressed like a rug rat.
0: She's dressed like a rug rat. Uh, the ding dong hello segment with with uh, Bailey, which we'll get to in a little bit, which I thought was hysterical on SmackDown. That'll go away, um, as far as the setup at least for that. That'll go away. So you know they're taking advantage and they're they're making the best of not having people in the arena. Um, but yeah, so that was. I that. don't think the set because that's like Miss TV. I don't think the setup for that's going to go away. I, I just, it, the the oh I guess it, it doesn't have to. I'm just thinking of it because Bailey goes in, behind the door and sh- the fans would be like right behind her, but they can still do that. I think it's
1: still funny. Like, yeah, only
0: because it's hard cam. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we will
1: get to that right before the camera turns on and goes back live. Should be like, shut up, guys. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, welcome. All right, that was raw. Um, no, no Goldberg. Thank God. But uh, moving on. NXT. Speaking of which, by the way. Um, I, I've started following uh raquel Gonzalez on uh, Instagram I think I'm mm-hmm. madly in love with her because what she makes per- sense
1: hot tall latina woman what she portrays I'll in the you. ring
0: is not what she portrays on online
1: because she she's she's all dovey online
0: stunning she's but she's absolutely stunning, stunningly gorgeous online um to go follow her on instagram uh speaking speaking of a follow and and with naughty photos online uh shotzi blackart Taking on uh Ken's Um and Blackheart loses to Larry. Just I'm trying to think if there's anything that uh of note here. Uh Finn Balor is uh uh comes out to uh call anybody out. Um and Pete Dunn answers that that call. They beat down on Finn Balor. Uh Grizzled Young Veterans the start of the Dusty roads, Tag Team Classic uh happened this week. Uh uh, g y v Grizzly young veterans uh, defeating everize everize i've excuse me i have deemed as a
1: bootleg young bucks i deemed that from the first time i ever saw them, bro yeah i uh, i just it feel was like wild <laughs>
0: every time i look at them I'm like they seem like just like if you go to like the dollar tree and you want a tag team like it would be everize yeah but I want Young They're Bucks. The They're the wish. They're the list wish list fucking... <laughs> they are the wish. It takes forever. It takes like three months to get them and finally, you finally get them you're like, what the hell is this shit?
1: Yeah. It's Wish <laughs> Young Bucks.
0: <laughs> it's Wish Young Bucks. Um, NXT uh, champion, uh, North American champion Gargano defeating Dexter Loomis uh, in a non-title match. I, 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 If it was non-title, they should have just had Loomis win that. Um... The debut? Yeah, I don't get that one. I don't understand why they do that. But if they always say, it, every time it's a non title match, usually the person that doesn't have the title wins, but they didn't have it this week. Um, The premiere debut of MSK. Yeah. Uh, Nash Carter and Wesley taking mm-hmm. on um, Isaiah Swift Scott and Jake Atlas. What was their name in uh, Impact? The
1: Rascals. Rascals, thank you.
0: So the Rascals. Desmond
1: Xavier and
0: ah. Uh, so names have been changed to protect the innocent.
1: Desmond Xavier. God damn, that's gonna that's gonna bug me. It was Trey Miguel, Desmond Xavier, and somebody else. I'm gonna look it up. Okay.
0: All right. So in the meantime, while you're looking that up, uh, so MSK, MSK I. I i feel like they like we were talking before about uh tag teams that you know, are like in aw we have like these these young up-and-comers
1: um zachary wentz thank you zachary well.
0: wentz. um these these young up-and-comers that come through and it, it seems like aw just puts them on tv without being uh uh fine-tuned whereas msk uh, there's there's moves that they and i i've I will go back and watch their match again. There are moves there, I've never seen before in my life, and it was highly impressed. Uh, one of them, I believe it was, uh, uh, Nash Carter, did a backflip. Wesley pushed him while in midair, <laughs> pushed him on yeah. onto Jake Atlas. I've never seen that before. Yep. That was insane.
1: <laughs> if he did a standing backflip, and then the guy just pushed, him he so pushed he landed him, on. Her landed page. on yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's
0: just very impressive. Um, so I, I'm very much looking forward to msk and if if they lose to ue in the finals i'd be happy with that because this, this is a team that should definitely go far um, i don't i don't understand why they wouldn't win it or, they, or have them win it
1: I, that's fine I that's just, what i'm saying i th- i feel like this is all setting up them to win it's either that or ue is going to become a two-time two-time <laughs> you're just waiting to say that um, yeah
0: <laughs> this by the way uh this episode of nxt was the first time and uh, I was able to be a part of it for a very short period of time because uh, I, I had to go off, get offline. This is the first nah. time that they they had uh, the Thunderdome air quote uh, live. So really, all, yeah. So every I, I, we've discussed this before on on the podcast is that every time that you've watched NXT in the Capital Wrestling Center, every photo, every video that you see of fans have all been from Raw and SmackDown. It's never been live. This was the so first time. So you're telling me uh, it's I'm, not I'm, real? It's <laughs> you're telling me that Mick Foley had to come in three times.
1: Um, Still real to it's me. T- damn it! Like, okay, guys. <laughs> take it easy. I man. Take it easy.
0: All right, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, man. Who said that? By the way, was that Jim Cornette? Who's who said? No, it wasn't him.
1: Uh, I thought it was just a random guy. It was, it was no, Terry it was, Funk that was retiring, right? But, That's but what it it, was?
0: right, yeah. But it was one of the one of the panel that said said like, oh, "Take it
1: easy, man." <laughs> I, I don't even know. <laughs> I just thought it was some random dude. So funny.
0: Um... Yeah. So the, anyway, so this was the first time, and they sent out the emails to be part of, uh, be part of the the experience, the virtual fan experience. So yeah, so I, I I took part of it. It was uh, pretty much the same thing as like Raw and SmackDown. Um, and also another side note, uh, superstars have become upset with producers online telling fans what to do or how to react. If they should read. be. I don't know if you ever read that, but um, now why would they be upset though? if if they're clapping if they're told to be excited then you know I, I, it's hard to be excited or have the same kind of row, you know being rowdy as as you would be in an arena when you're sitting at home on your couch i i,
1: I it's annoying i don't think it's because of that i uh, for me the way i interpreted that was that it's it's preventing it's preventing the wrestlers from getting a genuine reaction from the fans if roman reigns was the 2015 roman reigns right now Mm -hmm. and they were cheering him everyone would be like why the fuck are we cheering him why are we cheering this guy we don't like him right you know what i mean yeah as opposed to being a heel in which you're intended to boo but they wanted to boo him anyway roman reigns was like
0: people i people like myself what I was just finding an excuse to boo him, and now I have that excuse, and I think he's great so the, this yeah. is, this is something that he should have done you know a couple of years ago, but now that he's finally done it, it's paying off.
1: Let's just be happy we got it all right this, this isn't <laughs> another cena thing yes, all right well, yeah. you can't turn heel unless he's legitimately in the n w o for a cinematic match awful
0: anyway um
1: <laughs> great match though love the match did you we discussed this yeah I loved it it was terrible uh
0: it wasn't, a match. it wasn't even a match it wasn't I love the segment <laughs> segment I I do like the. I did like the uh the callbacks um I'm waiting for Bo to uh make his in-ring debut but Xyli basically squashing uh Valentina Faraz Boa what'd I say
1: Bo I was like Dallas
0: Boa where's he going I meant, I meant Bo, sorry uh Zyli is uh destroying everybody left and right I, I assume she's gonna be a women's champion at some point um Undisputed. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, with with this push, she you, you better be. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. Uh, UE taking on uh, uh in the next uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Awesome match. UE uh, takes that one. Um, and that was that was NXT. We had uh, a face off with um, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Since we didn't have the uh, the fight pit uh, fight last week, uh, they, they pushed it back to next week. Uh, I wonder why that was. I think he was legit hurt.
1: He was legit hurt? I think he was. Or did he get COVID and nobody wants to tell?
0: Well, I mean, he he was still, when he was getting evaluated last week, he was sitting in front of somebody else. Like, he was sitting in front of a doctor, like, with no
1: mask. Yeah. But the doctor was wearing a mask. William Regal was also wearing a mask. So then wouldn't he wear a mask? (laughs) Why would he wear a mask if if he Why would he not
0: wear a mask? Who? If he had COVID? Yeah. Why would he not wear a mask? If
1: you have COVID, doesn't mean that you don't would, wear a mask. See, I got I got Swiss holes in my plant sometimes. <laughs> as, you know long I mean? you, as long as you reckon. My thoughts up. always got Swiss holes in If them. anybody should wear a mask, it should be
0: someone with COVID, so you don't spread it to other people. That's the whole point.
1: That's true. I forgot the whole point of the mask <laughs> is to not give it as
0: opposed to not If it. I have it already, I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't need a mask now because <laughs> so I already got it. <laughs> no, it's not going to work. But if you
1: had it, you're like, all right, who wants a deep tongue kiss? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I have COVID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who a nice, wet, sloppy COVID kiss? Um, let's get to uh, AEW Dynamite of this week. If uh, there's anything
1: of note that I could... Oh, my God. Speaking of which... Yes. There was... Uh, this is why I think he had COVID. Thon- because Nick Jackson was also out with a kayfabe injury a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he actually had covid he
0: actually had covid so that's another one yes we didn't even mention that this week is that nick jackson reportedly has covid had well was it had i thought was currently
1: had had had. so for his, his months his, ago his kayfabe leg injury or was no it? that's that's matt jackson this is nick jackson who had covid okay
0: so matt jackson was the one that got his head crushed in the in the gate but that was really because he was having a baby
1: no, that was Nick Jackson. Okay, I can't. Matt I can't. Jackson can't. was the one who had the leg injury right? in the FTR match. Yes. Yeah, two totally different people. I can't take this anymore. It's These, these Jacksons are just, they got to go. Yeah. Or what? cut your hair. I could tell who Everise is. I can't. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> the only way I could tell is that one is shorter than the other, and one has a, has a, a goatee, and the other one doesn't. That's the only way I could really tell. I know Nick has the goatee. No, Matt has a goatee, and Nick is taller. I can't. Anyway. Uh,
1: Eddie, Matt's older. Matt is older and uses more spray tan. That's Matt how is I, older, how has I, spray yeah.
0: tan, and he's he's the shorter one. Yes, Matt is the shorter one, the older one with the the
1: beard. Got it. Yes. Moving on. Nick uh, is the one whose headband falls off within fucking five seconds. Of- a minute and a half. <laughs> really and impressive. reveals his disgusting hairline. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> Who are we to talk? Right. You're, know, you're, you're bald, and I'm going bald. I have no. Yes,
0: I have no hair. Meanwhile, yeah, I don't know if he's twenty or if he's fifty. Um, and and now they're healed again. What?
1: Can we establish... They're not. They're tweeners.
0: I don't like the tweeners. You're either
1: good or bad. Tweeners. Yeah. You're, you're t- I don't want no one foot, on a, one right. foot in the I grave, want- one in on a banana peel type situation. You're either all in the in. grave or you're all in the banana peel. You have
0: two pay-per-views by that. You're either all in or you're all out, pun intended. Pick a side. Ha uh-huh. Got it? Good. Eddie Kingston versus uh, uh the bastard. He's he's a bastard. Uh Pack... Um. See Pac, uh, took that one, uh Chuck Taylor <laughs> taking Han Miro in a um they, they stopped they didn't call him young boy anymore. Like they just they call him his be Miro's butler if he loses. Well, uh, it's because
1: Chuck was never his young boy.
0: But not Trent
1: you... Trent was actually his young boy in NXT, allegedly. Okay. But wouldn't you just want
0: to you could still make. You still have a stipulation. This this ridiculous stipulation. I mean, you can still be a young,
1: his young boy. And for those, yeah. I mean, I, maybe they just don't want to get mixed with the young bucks. <laughs> it's
0: true. Like, that could very
1: and be very possible. Also, true. saying on national television, "Come here, young boy." <laughs> not going to be the best. Thing
0: I think that would be great, just to humiliate, humiliate him more. For those who do not know, by the way, as we keep saying, "Young boy," uh that is a, if you correct me if I'm wrong, that is a Japanese term for yes. your your apprentice, basically.
1: Yeah, got it. The 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 green guys in the room, yes, in the, in the so someone that's in the dojo
0: learning the the craft, yes, is, or in Japan is considered a young boy. So that's that yeah. was that was the initial stipulation in this match, and then it turned into being a, a butler, because uh, this is a, it suddenly turned into a, a comedy, a sitcom. No,
1: we eventually just suddenly came to America. Yeah, <laughs> you're not called young boys in America. You call butlers, um, in wrestling you call them butler, or you just call them. Uh, just in life just in life Got you know it. yeah i hear i hear
0: well anyway to further this storyline because why not um and because trent is is legit hurt um chuck taylor took the loss and is now miro's uh butler so this will probably play out till i'm at it excuse me this will play out till um what's they, they can't call it bash of the beach anymore um beach beach, beach bash what's what's it called yeah, uh Beach. Yeah, beach bash. Something like that since AEW can't use <laughs> use the other one anymore because um, Vince got
1: upset. Yeah. So there's that. God forbid you call it a bash at the beach. What are you having? A bash. A, I'm having a. Where party. is it? The beach. <laughs> I'm having a party. What is it called? Beach bash. <laughs> I'm Why do having... not you just call it bash? Th- no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't do that. All
0: right. Then we're going we're to call it a party in the sand. How about that? There you go. Can we
1: do that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's not bad. We'll still see. It's too close. AEW gone wild. Come on. <laughs> It's there for the taking. It's gotta be some topless. Look at the puppies. Um, that's what see Put Jer- out Penelope Ford in there. Oh my god. Don't that. don't you know don't, I
0: mean? don't toy with my emotions. Please. Right, I think if that if that happened, you would never see
1: me again. Um fucking ninety nine it'd be a ten out of ten I'll Oh tell you my that. god. Uh.
0: <laughs> just have everybody in everybody in the bikini. Have a
1: bikini match. Just, uh, just do it right now. Nah, they'll get Penelope
0: Ford. For Penelope Ford, Tay
1: Conti, and J Jay. A braun panty match. Yes. I have never wanted to bring back a bra and panty match more.
0: And then and then they're gonna ruin it by having Abaddon just come in. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't be mad at it. Have, you,
0: you like him thick and dead. I like it. <laughs> Some zombie chick is coming out. Anyway, uh Dash Making lifeless. There you go. Just like just like I like my woman. Dasha interviews Matt Hardy in, in Private Party. Um I'm not really sure what Matt Hardy's going for with this this new character. Uh asking asking for uh 30 commission uh chris jericho mjf come into the ring and uh basically establish uh that they are going to be a tag team and then sammy gravar calls jericho a uh what does he, he say a tag team whore
1: tag team he, slut tag team
0: slut thank you <laughs> he called him a tag team slut. best
1: which... line i've heard come out of that man
0: yeah <laughs> that was a good one and they're like oh why 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 uh which is true he's basically tagged with everybody and their mother and uh that just basically established a three-way uh, tag team match with with Inner Circle facing each other uh, this week coming up.
1: Not mad at it at all. I'm so not mad at it. And okay. calling them Sammy and Hager, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sammy scene. and Hager. You don't. He's like you don't realize. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, sorry.
0: The it's best like, part of that oh, yeah, was Gravar, right go-
1: after he called them a tag team slut, and he uh, Sammy was like. I don't get he's it. like yeah in the week after that he's going to be tagging with wardlow and you just see jericho and he's like no
0: <laughs> no i'm not he did say he did say uh uh when he said the hager line and he was uh,
1: gravar was like i don't get it <laughs> i don't <Yeah>. get it <laughs> sammy it's going to be sammy and hager is going to be the next aew tag team champions i don't get it you go <laughs> sam sammy and hager you're, you're going to stick to that he goes Ha-ha. It's like what
0: never mind never mind never mind uh, we also didn't mention the fact that uh, Jericho was on on commentary last week, and uh, since they're promoting uh, the Go Big Show on uh, TNT, which I, I watched the first episode, I, I like it. It's 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 fun.
1: I um, wish I could watch the first episode, but I don't have TNT anymore. Oh, what happened with you? Like in my house. I, all right, pull back the curtain. I don't have cable in my room. Okay. So I have an Apple TV, right? And on the Apple TV has apps. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I take my dad's login mm-hmm. from all the way out in Long Island, and I use it here. So I get everything because he's got everything—movie <laughs> channels. All he's got all the channels.
0: I think you established that he had to be out in Long Island. Like nobody else ever gives gives passwords or logins to anywhere else. So,
1: but it's a long way. <laughs> so it does travel. Go ahead. Yes, it, it, it travels a little bit. <laughs> it travels. So, I watch all my stuff on my beautiful 55-inch TV in my room. Sure. On the Apple TV, and it just plays like that. However, in my house, I have Verizon Fios, in which the package that we have currently does not have TNT, TBS, or USA. Literally, the only three channels I would ever watch. I would just want it to watch wrestling. Right. it's all i would watch everything else i got over here netflix hulu plus i got all that shit in my room but when i if i want if i want to see raw the next day you can't go on the usa app it's not there yet <laughs> i gotta wait now i really gotta wait i haven't even watched raw i'm so sorry for you I've been getting the highlights going on to youtube how much are you paying for I'm like oh this
0: what? <laughs> this, is, this is riveting how much are you paying for apple tv no, nothing nothing
1: okay it's just you just have to pay for the apple tv it's like a fire stick you just can't crack it got it so i'm sorry it's all right
0: <laughs> it's all right i'll i'll make it somehow
1: it's all right um, I live. anyway i have the channels right just not technically <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the way out in long island tell your dad to fork up the uh, the dvr uh, storage on that thing if that's even a thing um So I was saying, go big show. Uh, They had Snoop Dogg was on last week on AEW, not last, two weeks ago. And he came out and did the world's worst frog splash uh, onto uh,
1: Serpentico. Here, now, unpopular opinion. Please. It was funny, but yes, go ahead. Eddie Guerrero, Mm -hmm. Montez Ford. Snoop Dogg, three of the greatest fucking frog splashes I've ever if seen I, in my life.
0: Listen, I could do a frog splash like that, too. I basically just, if I if I go on top of my couch, on the, the arm of my couch, and just l-
1: literally just fall. <laughs> if you a, want to really pull back the curtain, at a 90 he degree angle. got up there and goes, bring him closer. And then he eventually would, if he had performed it correctly, mm-hmm. he would have just landed where he originally was. Was,
0: right. <laughs> but he he had a short it. He had a short it. Uh, and you can see he was nervous, too. Like his, his leg was shaking on the top rope. Oh, I bet um, Vince
1: was watching that going fall.
0: And, that's, and really really quick, uh, <laughs> we're going on tangents today, They he was upset, so let me get this straight, Vince was upset mm-hmm. that Snoop Dogg, who had prior engagements with WWE, yes. I mean, hell, he, he sings the theme song for, for his cousin Sasha Banks,
1: Yes, and it still does. And now also for Cody Rhodes. And now oh, for Cody oh.
0: Rhodes, right. But you're telling me that Vince, who is business first amongst anything else. Because there is, there is no loyalty. Look at his, his son-in-law. Uh, you mean to tell me that he can't go to another company because you think that he's loyal to you? That makes absolutely no sense. Meanwhile, you cut, you cut people left and right, but because he went over to AEW, because he's working with the, the EVP. <laughs> he literally has a show with the EVP of AEW. That's a lot of letters.
1: Yeah, but, Co- Cody oh, yeah. Rhodes. <laughs>
0: Cody Rhodes, he works with Cody Rhodes. The
1: Go Big Show with the EVP of AEW.
0: <laughs> I mean, what, it doesn't make I, don't, I just I I love hypocrisy. I love pointing out hypocrisy, and that is just as big as it gets uh as far as uh, being a hypocrite. Yeah. That. He had a
1: full-on f- clothing line with The Undertaker that just went bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. By the way, whoever has those shirts, those are going to be worth way too much money one day. That and Sting. You <laughs> get the Sting
0: shirts, uh if you can find those too. No, oh, but you
1: need like an old Sting shirt. You want to talk about collectibles? You need like I'll, a '97 talk- no. Sting shirt.
0: I'm talking about the the WWE Sting when he was like he wrestled uh, Triple H at uh, WrestleMania.
1: Like, if oh, you it's find just a
0: weird scorpion. Era, yeah, you can find yeah. that that era shirt. I'm sure that at that that shirt will be worth something to, since it was. It's all gone. They're all gone from the the shop. Um, so ne- this week we're gonna have a inner circle of basically fighting each other. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Marvez interviews. Damn, yeah, talk about
1: tangents. I forgot what we were. We were talking about AEW. Yeah, we are talking
0: about AEW. I was, I was because it, Inner Circle was talking about, um, Sammy Guevara was was talking to Chris Jericho about being buddy-buddy with, uh, with Snoop Dogg, and then that's when I went into the tangent about the, uh, the Go Big Show. Uh, Marvez interviews uh, Dark Order. Anna Jay is hot as hell. Um, Backstage Elite with Kenny Omega and Young Bucks. Get ready, getting ready for their match. Don Callis can do no wrong. Uh, and then Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers uh, com- making their own entrance on the side there. Uh, the Elite, as Justin Roberts called them. The Elite, well... Yeah, I think uh, Excalibur basically said that's not really the the Elite. Yeah. Uh, taking on Dan- Danny Limelight and the Varsity Blondes and Brian Pillman Jr. Speaking of Pillman's and... Uh, Gra- I love that name. Varsity Blondes. It's so good and it fits him perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. How
1: long do you? How long before you think? Uh... You,
0: well, you know why they call him that, right?
1: No, Chris, please tell me why. I, no, I'm being serious. Do you do you know why, or are you just like? I'm assuming it has something to do with his fucking father. in, in, in a group called. The Hollywood blonde. There we are. Okay, oh, I, just want dude, to, I'm, I wanted I'm not you to get lie. there. I knew the blondes at the end. I was like, I wanted you to get Hollywood. <laughs> I think it's Hollywood.
0: <laughs> I wanted you to get there on your own. Sometimes you have to just get it on your, by yourself. Uh, yes, the Hollywood blonde. I could have just pulled,
1: totally pull it off. Like, of course I do, bro. <laughs> Talking about. You know what they call them the, ho- the... Uh, And I will call you out. R.C. blondes. <laughs> <laughs> I will call your ass out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the elite
0: uh, take that one, uh, and then John Moxley comes out and uh, gets his ass just, uh, kicked. Uh let's see here. Oh, then uh, uh Lucha Bros come out uh with a save. I I'm I'm all about it. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Young Bucks then come to the ring <laughs> to take out John Moxley, which is why they're not tweeners. If they're they're attacking John Moxley, uh Young Bucks have, have chosen their sides. Um Yeah. Followed by the debut of the waiting room <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, absolutely love this segment I and I, I think I texted you immediately and I said Rebel
1: is a national treasure I said I Rebel is a it.
0: natural treasure she is hysterical uh, that whole segment was just hilarious and she is great um, yeah. and then uh, Jurassic Express as I, we played the song before come out to their new uh, theme music uh, Marco Slunt Jungle Boy taking on FTR FTR takes that one uh, Serena Deeb in a NWA World's World Championship match against uh, Tay Conti. And there we go. Uh, yeah. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Tay Conti just. Oh, and, and she came out with, with 99. Give me the booty. Yeah. 9 9. 9 9. <laughs> uh, Serena Deev <laughs> retains Darby Allen. And then the main event Darby Allen taking on Brian Cage. And I. Thoroughly really convinced that every match that Darby Allen has With anybody that's bigger than him He's just gonna get his ass kicked And as it should be And then uh, win it And then win it by, you know, having you know Sting come out and uh, I'm trying to remember who said I don't know if it was uh, if, if it was Bully Ray or someone else That said that Sting They're wasting Sting's talent In AEW um,
1: With this angle Maybe Is that uh, agree or disagree? It's a good chance you heard that on Busted Open that sounds like something they would
0: say. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it probably was him. That uh, he said that this thing's just being wasted uh, as far as team.
1: We'll about. narrow it down to Bully Ray, Dave LaGreca, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer, or Mark Henry. It was one of those four people. I'm, I'm sure it was Bully Ray. Um,
0: <laughs> what else would he be doing though? He's still listen. The guy's 61. He's 61 years old. Yeah. How? What else could he possibly do? And that he's still in shape, but could he still Legitimately, wrestle.
1: I would say he maybe has a cinematic match if he wants to do that. He's got a couple of those in him. Okay. I would say. Okay. But other than that, I don't know. He's not going to be wrestling. Right. Kind of, I don't know why. I just wish it would be. I don't know. The whole thing with Sting. Do you think he comes out with half face paint, like if he's officially in in line with Darby? I'm sure. You think Sting goes half paint, or you think Darby goes full paint?
0: I think Darby would go full paint because Sting okay. can't go half paint because it just shows his age. <laughs> it would
1: literally show his age. Yeah, but we know he's sixty-one. It's all right.
0: But he looks older than he looks older than. Thank he, God he does when he has the makeup on.
1: Thank God they don't have those freaking eight K cameras that are on fucking Fox for, <laughs> for SmackDown. What Good about? Good Lord, I th- those things were a walking portrait mode. It was COVID- Awesome. <laughs> Covid,
0: Covid. <laughs> if, if anything, if anything positive has come out of this awful time in in human history, um, has been binging shows, and I've gone back and watched a lot of especially comedies that I just loved when I was you know younger and watching those shows like yeah, know, like today Writer. Like, no not not writer the, the like Thirty Rock, um community, and there's an episode in Thirty Rock where they,
1: the Beverly Hillbillies sorry yeah. go on. I don't even know what that is. It's just... <laughs>
0: piece of shit um so there's there's an episode i'm gonna have another tangent there's an episode in 30 rock where they're in the studio and there's like there's a side tv and when everybody walks by the camera it shows like their real self because it's so like 4k it's like this new (laughs) this new technology and uh like uh alec baldwin walked by it and it was like him as a younger self uh, Tina Fey walked by it, and she had like hair coming out of moles, and like it, she looked wrinkled. It was it was hysterical. So that's yes. When you say that, I think of that immediately.
1: And then Kenneth walked by it, and it was just nothing. It was blank. It was, <laughs>
0: it was it, it, the funny thing with that is do, I'm assuming you watched the show. Yes, I've watched it multiple times. Uh, I love the 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 running gag that he's basically immortal. And yeah. he, he was born in the seventeen hundreds, and
1: he's he's like, yeah. you know, he's two hundred years old. It's like my Grammy, my grandma was German. She was really good friends as a kid with the kid named Adolf. Could have been the same guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh man, just funny shit. Uh, last but not we least. went out to art school, and then I never heard of I him. Never... <laughs> uh, let's
0: see here. Last but not least, uh, SmackDown, and we didn't even get to we. we since we've been off we didn't talk about the fact that adam pierce uh was somehow injected into the main events uh of uh the royal rumble <laughs> against roman. the scrap daddy adam pierce scrap daddy. unreal i want to go back and see if i can find some matches of um there's got to be yeah i'm sure there is roh nwa there's got to be something but uh so as of last week he he was in the main event since he won the gauntlet match <laughs> thanks to roman reigns and jay uso this week though and if you if you notice, uh look two two things before we get started. If you notice when he talks on the mic, he gets into his Batman voice and he talks like this. Yeah. But then when he's backstage, I don't know what to do, but he talks like this when he gets on the mic. Um and the other thing I, I noticed this week was that they they apparently did it last week too. Um if you ever watch uh football, especially the playoffs now and uh congratulations to the Buccaneers who just won. Spoiler alert. Um they do this. anybody thing. but the Patriots. anybody but the Patriots. That's right. Uh, they do this thing. I don't even know like the technical word for it, but it's basically like a, a hyper focus of the of the person. So basically, it'll be just the image of that person and everything it's else. It's Portrait behind. mode on the iPhone. It is portrait mode, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's basically everything else behind you is blurred, and then the focus is just on that person. So they're doing that. It looks yeah. like it looks like a video game. It looks like when they come down the ramp and they have that. That portrait mode hyper focus on that just the person and everything everything else around them is out of focus. I kind of like it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just it seemed different. It seemed like they were they're trying something new. Um, they've well, they, this they've is been doing their eight K cameras. That's why. Well, then my TV is not uh, held what? up for that that kind of K. I think I'm only on like two K. I need a four K, and then uh, yeah, that's gonna be still out. Same, updated.
1: but even I still got it. I'm like, God damn,
0: <laughs> fucking brilliant it's gorgeous um yeah so uh speaking of which uh, nakamura with his push uh taking on jay uso and beats him uh we are also seeing the the uh a new stable mate with roman reigns in the form of apollo cruz not mad at it i'm not mad at it at all man i, I listen you, you apollo is apollo is great apollo is really good and he, it's just unfortunate that he is in, in like job he wasn't jobber status and uh after that match they had last week with Big E, which was really good, it, the, the two part match that basically got it was stopped and then started up again. Um, he's he's really good and he's very underrated and he needs to. I know he had the United States Championship at one point earlier last year, but it really was nothing um, as far as the run as far as the run goes. He he I could see him having like a long standing feud with Big E or going for going for another title. Um, but he's good. He's really good. He, he definitely deserves a push with, uh, with Heyman in his corner. Um, by the way, and then after that, uh, Natalia taking on Liv Morgan, uh, two things, that, two things with this is that one, I never thought that Billy Kay would be the more popular of the two iconics. Now, like Peyton Royce is kind of like, blah. <laughs> and Billy Kay is just hysterical.
1: Um, I think it's because Billy Kay, like they're just Seems like, like
0: more of a personality. Go
1: do what you want. If you're in a shot, we'll do it. Right? They're just letting. her... We don't know what to do with you. Just go and do something. That's it, what it feels like. It's uh, she's she's
0: doing great with it. Um, and the other thing with this is that every time I see Natalia, I think of her and her sister Jenny um, on uh, on Twitter. Have you ever you followed them at all? It's just nothing but like like tits and ass.
1: It's it is all tits. <laughs>
0: especially her sister natalia's sister is just like here's here's my boobs and
1: i'm gonna smack them
0: <laughs> like she just loves yeah getting her boobs all right. the time
1: and she's constantly surprised you know that yeah, yeah. It's like don't do see do all that. the pictures like oh love it <laughs> absolutely love it <laughs> <laughs> uh, answer your question yes i do follow jenny neidhart on instagram yes that's a that's a great follow
0: um the, the the best match of the night just because of the way it looked. King Corbin taking on Rey Mysterio and uh, King Corbin winning. And not so much the match itself because I could not even watch the match. The only thing I watched in this entire match was that Rey Mysterio basically wore looked like a lizard with a diaper on, and his outfit this week. Please don't ever wear this again because it looks like he's wearing. He looks like like Captain Underpants. Like he's wearing like this white. Hey,
1: don't ever disrespect Captain Underpants like that ever again. I'm
0: not. Disres- know, I'm disrespecting Rey, but because he, he looks like Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants is a national treasure.
1: He... And he should be treated as such.
0: (laughs) Ray Mysterio looked like he had underwear on. Uh, He looked like he was about to go into a sumo fight.
1: Do you not realize it looks like he has underwear on every week now?
0: Yeah, but this was... It was unfortunate because of the color. (laughs) If it was any other color, I said this on our Zoom call, if there was any other color that he was wearing, it would still look weird, but it wouldn't look as bad as having a white... Yeah, trunks right. on. I, I don't know. Just it just looked weird. It took away from the match, and uh, and Rey Mysterio has both of his eyes. Anyway, um, we had the debut.
1: <laughs> yes. The Pentagon only has one eye. Weird. Weird. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Uh, we had the debut of Ding Dong Hello <laughs> with uh, Bailey as your host, uh, and Bianca Belair. Ding as... Dong
1: Hello sounds like a jobber from the eighties. Like
0: the name. It. Is your your opponent is Ding Dong Hello?
1: Yes. Got it. <laughs> okay. The ding Dong hyphened one word hello with one L. Oh, no. H-E-L-O. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> ding Dong ding. taking on Yin Yang.
0: <laughs> that mid Carter match. Um, in a Japanese strong style match. Be- Bianca Belair. <laughs> There's no way in hell I could take that match seriously. Bianca Belair, by the way, <laughs> must have been very cold because it was like a Jennifer Aniston episode of Friends.
1: Um, you mean every single episode that Jennifer Aniston is in ever in Friends? Must have been very cold in that that arena in uh, Tropicana. Must have been very cold in the 90s because that was the look. That was the look, and Bianca's bringing it back. Good for her.
0: Um, <laughs> abs and nips. Uh, Bianca uh, uh, Bailey in her Sally, Jesse, Raphael, uh, I'm dating myself, glasses, uh the whole segment was very funny and i love it exactly there is a
1: <laughs> there that was is, legitimate. i don't even know what you just said
0: sally jesse Raphael. sally she was a talk show host with like donahue and oh like way back when i was like i'm
1: pretty sure you're naming sarah jessica parker no the wrong no. Way. no but so, if she's older than that then that's on me anyway i'm not that old <laughs> <laughs> i am <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: I'm all for this segment, and I hope it's on every week because the fact that you can have a door in the middle of a ring and it, uh, that you have to go behind to knock, to knock on to open up is it was just hysterical. So now they're gonna have basically uh, Bianca's uh, hubby basically said, "Listen, we did this this program with the Viking Raiders, um, and it, we did it for like three or four weeks, and it was great. You should do the same thing with uh, with Bailey." Um, so someone lied. To them, and now he's lying to her. So they're gonna do like these these activities every week now. Ultimate at, Ultimate Athlete Obstacle Course Challenge. So this should be fun.
1: Um, I'm okay with this. Are you? <laughs> I've always wanted. I'm, I'm, you're okay I'm with everything. For, <laughs> I'm a sucker for nostalgia, yeah, and yeah. this nostalgia just for exudes year? season one of NXT. Good God! Uh, I just want to see Titus O'Neil run around with a keg. That's all I want to see. I just want to see. You him know what I mean? Fall under a ring. Um, Cesaro. Uh, defeating Daniel Bryan We mentioned that Daniel
0: Bryan Is taking the losses uh, Recently um, And Apollo Crews, uh Defeating uh, Sammy Zane aforementioned mentioned Apollo Crews. Uh And then Adam Pearce Comes in for the uh, The contract signing And then he talks like this I'm gonna sign this but I I've been waiting for you To do that all day rrr, rrr. Yeah I've been waiting for the And then he's walking up the ramp <laughs> And now he has this weird Awful limp <laughs> And then he said Uh basically I, I put in the stipulations in the in the contract that I can have anybody the card is subject to change is what he said and I said it's got to be Kevin Owens and sure enough it was Kevin Owens as his replacement to, to challenge Roman Reigns or a Rumble and I'm not mad at it I will be mad though if Kevin Owens loses because you can't have how many, how many times have they fought for this title and he's going to lose again?
1: In a last man standing match? That's how you end a feud? I guess Like that's Wrestling one on one, you end a you end a blood feud with the last man standing. But doesn't
0: but like in the same vein as Randy Orton and John Cena, Drew McIntyre, they had like their long all all summer. They had the long running feud, and then eventually Randy Orton won. You have to have some sort of payoff. Like listen, you're right, you're right. Last man standing, this is it. (laughs) This should be end of the the feud. Um, But at some point, shouldn't he win? No, he already won the universal title. Okay, fine. I guess I'm done. All right, <laughs> that's that's it. That was, that was the the week that was, and uh, uh, we have we have a new main event. Uh, I was kind of looking forward, to, somewhat, like a, a percent of me was looking forward to seeing Adam Pierce actually fight. Um,
1: I actually was looking forward to it. I was the, pretty hyped for <laughs> it.
0: In the, the the actual fucked up thing that was said, I, I believe it was Adam uh, uh, Michael Cole. Uh, Michael Cole said. Uh, that Adam Pierce, Michael Cole, bebe, bebe. I was about to say Adam Cole. Michael Cole said that he wasn't good enough to be a wrestler <laughs> with with WWE. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Wow, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of screwed up. I mean, you weren't any good shakes either when you fought freaking Jerry Lawler. But uh, yeah, I just I just found that screwed up. Um, that was it. That was it. So this week we have uh, more more. I totally of-
1: forgot he fought Jerry Lawler.
0: <laughs> what an awful match. Uh, bring um, back the coal mine, man. I coal, wouldn't be opposed to it. The coal mine. Listen, call it the graveyard. The coal mine now would it would definitely be suited because that you had like the glass around you. That's like COVID protected, man. You just got to put a top over it. and you just you're in this this bubble around everybody else.
1: Yeah, but Corey Graves is the heel now, so it's like Corey's got to be the one. Like I said, call it the graveyard. Graveyard. Wouldn't, wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad. This is why. This is why. This is the only reason why they called it the boneyard match. It's because the graveyard was going to be taken by Corey Graves.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or that's going to be his match when he comes back.
0: If he ever wrestles again, I would love to see that. I would love to see Graves get into a, another wrestling match.
1: I want to see Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce versus Corey Graves, <laughs> Corey Graves in, a, in a graveyard match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring back
0: Pierce. Get him in the ring. I knew he'd talk like this all day. Yeah. All night. Put a mask on
1: him. This way we only see his mouth. Good God. We've gone long. This is it. I don't know where Adam Pierce is. Bring him out (laughs) here. Oh, Pierce. Where is she? (laughs)
0: Where is she? We have gone way long, and that's understandable because we have been gone for three weeks. But uh, it's good to be back. It's good to uh, have a thumb that somewhat works. It's good to see your face. It's good to hear from everybody. Um, Please, if you haven't done so, hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, Let us know what you think. Let us know. Anything that you want to see, as far as uh, the Rumble is concerned, because uh, my favorite pay per view of the year is coming up, and that would be the Royal Rumble. Same. Um, and I am, I am looking forward to having you, as well as other people uh, surrounding me, watching this and throwing things at my TV when Goldberg's music hits. Um, yeah, uh, all that good stuff.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, I love the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble season is amazing. It is amazing. Plus, it starts a time where everybody, after every sentence, says, this is the road to WrestleMania. This is the road to... This is legit the
0: start of the road to WrestleMania.
1: We're on the road to the road to WrestleMania right now.
0: (laughs) Right. And I'm not mad at it. (laughs) The road, we're taking the side streets, and now we're about to get onto the actual road to WrestleMania.
1: entrance ramp to WrestleMania.
0: (laughs) This is it. This is it. Um, I am... (laughs) I, I have to only because I just find this, this song so funny. I'm gonna leave you with something that is has absolutely nothing to do with anything other than the fact that it's just hysterical. I know I'm way late. You are. I still, I still love it. Oh, there it is. Week, Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam, we are out. We will see you guys next week. Episode 91 is in the books.
1: Right? We're yeah. almost there. We're God almost there. Damn. We're almost 91. there to 100. We're almost there to 100, man. We, we are... 100. We're going to have a three-hour-long live spectacle. <laughs> that's probably not going to be true. I, I just I, want everybody to know that's probably not
0: going to be true. Don't know if, that, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be a thing, but we will plan something uh, huge for that 100th episode. We are nine nine away. So, again, please hit us up on, on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Thank you guys so much. Please, again, tell all your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your, your cats and dogs that we are talking wrestling and we are just fans that love the sports. and all Tell your things, kids. Tell your wife. Tell them all.
1: All things. Tell everybody. All things.
0: My name is Chris Mindell. Reaper Joe Black.
1: Adios. Have a good one. Welcome back.
0: Never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet-ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet-ass pussy. Paid my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet-ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke. I need a henny drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hopefully lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beer, when well, I'm trying to wet. I let him taste and I he diabetic I don't wanna spit, I wanna go I wanna gag, I wanna joke I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat My head fire. He is fire, but Brunani need It's going and dry and it's coming outside Yeah, I run that thing, now the cause behind me I spit on his mic and I heat trying to sign me Yo, honor, I'm
1: a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes
0: Switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat In the food chain, I'm the one that eat ya If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder, big D stand for big demeanor can make you bust before. Before I ever meet, meet you. If it don't hang, then it can't bang. You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If you fuck me and ask who's Zizzy when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. I'm ah. pause in this, yeah. 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 In yeah.
1: this fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring up. I'm and I'm the Sons of Slam podcast.